This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. This is Brightside Home Theater. Drywall room with no acoustics. Yeah. If, if, if this podcast or anything anything I do, I can do it in my theater room, and it's perfect acoustic. So that's the that would yeah, be the ideal it's, place. It's funny that for podcasting, you don't really need fantastic acoustics if you have a decent mic, because the mic will take like the sure that you're running this sure. That's the like I said, that's the same sure that John has. If you're close enough to it, then you don't have to worry about the echo because the mic's not even picking it up. You good, know. good to know because I have some ceiling fans in here, but yep. probably not picking that up. No, you sound like and, crystal clear and okay, clean. So I don't need to crowd the mic. This is this is good. Yeah, you're fine right okay. there as long as it's consistent. It's like if you went back and forth and went in like this and then moved yeah, back yeah. like this, then that what happens happen. is, is yeah, it's like I move, I, I move a lot, so I'm gonna try to not move. Yeah, that well, that was my thing too. It's like yeah. when it was so, it's so funny when I first started, it's like, well, look at, I mean, you've seen my videos, I think. And I'm like, I'm yeah, always yeah. moving, doing my thing. And it's, it, but you, you eventually get used to it and just, and then using it too. It's fun to use it and be like, you can make it sound like you're further away just by turning your head and talking like that. And it's like, it's a right, fun effect. For sure. But, um, but yeah, look at man. That's uh, <laughs> John. That's you came on. I mean, your image is crystal clear. You didn't do all of this for today, did you? A little bit. <laughs> I like. I had all the. I had all the stuff. Like okay, so I have a webcam, and a lot of times, like for my business, sometimes I will use my webcam off my computer. But they're horrible, right? They're horrible. Yeah, yeah. Like really bad. So there was no way I was gonna go like get on a podcast with my webcam because that's just like like quick stuff like a quick zoom yeah um so i have a sony zv1 that i use for some blogging and video just, just stuff personal stuff oh. and uh so i just have that hooked up as my webcam and this i don't know if you know about the sony zv1 it's like the perfect vlogger right it's like if you type number one vlogger camera it's the one that comes up because the the screen can rotate around and face you and it's really good and it's a yeah and obviously it's a good it's a good good chip set in it so good lens yeah so i figured this you know what better come on i gotta i gotta do bright side video or bright bright side home theater right i can't i, I can't yeah, use we, the webcam on I'll, my computer john i'm dare i'm I? going to be buying the zv1 i'm telling you right now i'm going it's, to be buying the zv1 because i'm just using well, the i'm using a logitech 4k but oh. i have it slowed down to i'm only doing 720 for streaming and stuff but mine mine shows 720 yeah, but but still, the image end. is so the, yeah, yeah. It, it's amazing. It's but the, I've never thought that you're just just so you know, I've never seen yours and gone. He's using a he's using a webcam off a laptop. I mean, yours looks fine. It it, it's the like, it's just a webcam. That's all it is. It's the yeah. it's the Logitech. It's like a I want to say it was like maybe two hundred dollars, one hundred and eighty dollar four K webcam. It's got some nice th features. I, what I really liked it for is I can. It, like my webcam right now is probably 16 inches away from my face. Okay. But it still gives me a wider, you know, you can do mm. the, the wider 
aspect mm-hmm. ratio, which is when I was filming in my theater, I wanted to be able to get more around me. Whereas all the other wet, the 1080s and stuff, they come in a little bit too tight. So this enables me to zoom in and out. But that, that Sony, that your image right now, I'm like, this is what I'm looking for when it's I. It's great. And it's pretty user friendly. Like there's yeah. maybe two or three um, good YouTube videos out there. Cause there's a few things you want to do. You want to set up constant power supply. So there's a, a good attachment so you can hook that constant power supply in there's a couple settings you have to do so it so it connects through usb for the uh for all that but for the most part it's pretty user friendly you can have it up and running pretty quick and and get a good a good shot so good i'm I'm glad to know that it looks great and and it's funny your, your name is john but you came on as soon as like you connected you look you weren't saying anything you were just sitting there and your face at rest you looked like john stewart your ho- I, I don't know his last name. Oh, John. Uh, uh, John I Stewart. Were, the, I thought the John Stewart <laughs> on whatever. Maybe He's on Comedy Central. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. John. St- I, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking DJ's John. No, no, no. Not name. John Zirconi. John my, Stewart. My co-host. Yeah, no, no. I'm not funny enough to be. Uh, you look just like, I was like, holy crap. Is this John Stewart? I'm like, I didn't know he was a listener. <laughs> Right. I was like, yeah. you should have told me. I would have had you on earlier. No. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Usually I get, is that Tom Cruise? But uh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You look, uh, wow. I should, it with your permit, do, do you, you did all this work. Do you have a problem with me putting this out in the green room? The video part? No. All no. right. I'll release yeah. this to the green because we're filming in the green room right now. That's the image that I'm using. Oh, it goes live. Okay, so it's not live yet. It's what yeah, I'll yeah, do yeah. is when we're done. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll post, post it. it. Are you post in there yet? Room. Have I? I well, no. I okay. did ask. I, I I sent you like a hundred emails yesterday. One of them was requesting to be in there. Okay. Um, did I, I looked reply to it? <laughs> no, but that's okay. I knew we were talking today. I wasn't going to be too creepy. <laughs> but what I was. <laughs> Like, no, but, um, so creepy. if you go to, when I go to AV Nirvana, is it invisible? Cause I don't see green room as a sub. Well, I did reply. Forum. I think I, I, maybe I replied to you. I've been replying to a lot of people about this. Yeah. You have to sign up for AV Nirvana. And yes, did you, I did that. Okay. Uh, did yeah. you send and then me, I sent, and you did send me your link, I did. I did. uh, Darth Brockstar, right? Yes. That's My last you'll, name's Brock. Yeah. Brock, right. And that's who you'll be in there. Um, yes. And I did send that to Todd. I'm waiting for okay. my thumbs up back from Todd. So I sent that to him last night at six o'clock. I don't know what he's doing today, but um, it was delivered. So is that link on the AV Nirvana forums? Because I don't see that as even a choice, even though it wouldn't be accessible. Is it just uh, invisible? Nope. It would. Yeah. If you go on to AV Nirvana, uh-huh. um, I think it should just be, maybe it's not accessible if you can't see it. Maybe you don't even see it there. Oh uh, yeah. I think it's invisible. It's because... a, it's if you go click on forums and scroll yeah. all the way to the bottom and yeah, where the, there. where the very and, last and, one. Yeah. I, and that's, I, I looked towards the bottom thinking that would be the appropriate place where I didn't see it. So it could be, it's just yeah. invisible until I have access. So exactly. That, yeah. No that's problem. Cool. I have faith. Todd will figure it out. You know what I liked, uh, and this will be cool for people. I got the email. Do you get the emails from AV Nirvana, like the weekly emails and stuff on stuff? Or did you just sign up with them? I signed up maybe 
uh, four days ago. Oh, okay. So maybe there's yeah. no, no newsletter since then. So I got the newsletter. I get the newsletters like daily on their topics and their stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. uh, today's was the top of the week. Top, uh, top topic. Top topics of the week. Okay. And, uh, let me see. AV Nirvana, AV Nirvana has streaming. No, I'm getting a ton of them from AV Nirvana now. Because I get, I get, uh, notifications every time. Oh, yeah. Last sure. week's most popular topics from AV Nirvana. Number one was Kaleidoscape announces the new compact Terra. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Number two was null filter conversation, uh, audio sense in the user forum room measurement performance metrics was number three audio advice four. coming soon. Number five, we made the top five, top five coming soon. The bright side green room. So that's uh -huh. where this will post, um, yeah. in the green room. So people get so the it. green room. So you'll just use the extra time if, if, for the, the freaks that want to see the whole, like the behind the scenes of this. Yeah, Hi guys. Hi green room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I'm glad I already had my shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens is as soon as this is done, I just take this and import it right into <laughs> YouTube. And then I, it, I put it as, um, it's not hidden, but I, I put the, like, no, the public can't see it, but I mm -hmm. send the link over to the green room. And once it's done uploading, you, they have access to it. And John and I recorded for like three hours on Tuesday and the entire thing goes out to the green room. Right. And, um, and then, and that on Tuesday, and by, I think by the time it was all uploaded it was like by nine or 10 o'clock at night. Cause it takes time. Sure. And then I did the same thing on Tuesday with Steve. And then, and then I obviously I edit the podcast down and everything and fix the audio levels and put it out as, as the podcast on Friday. So in the green room, you can get everything early and you get the, all the behind the scenes stuff. So got it. Yeah. So, so you don't have to wait for the, uh, for you to publish on what right. do you do. You do Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah. They get it. The yeah, next day or they get it. That's uh, yeah. And that's why I put that in there. Cool. And that, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of other conversations going on. Um, let me see. Brightside green room also made latest movie purchase. Uh, Hey, home theater nerds. That's my introduction. Last movie watched is in there. Uh, and that's, those are all in the top 10. So one cool. week, one week on the website, when we're making the top 10 and conversations. Well, and it's just another good funnel that people that might not know, might not know about Brightside if they're yeah. on that. It's just like, you know, like free advertising. So it helps yeah. in both directions. So oh, yeah. I did not know that Avia Nirvana was also a, um, website, a forum was a, a forum, right? Oh I yeah. Thought, they have forums. They have a bunch right. of them. Yeah. So it worked because I knew you and right. your podcast, it filtered me to Avia Nirvana. And so, yeah, it, it definitely helps yeah. both ways. So that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it is cool. And it's. I mean, it's, I, I, I like the fact that you don't have to, I'm, I'm happy that I was able to provide this in a way that you don't have to have to be a, a patron. You don't have to pay. If you come on the show support, you know, then you also can get in. So it's, there's a free way in, and then there's another way, like if you're uncomfortable and you want to give a dollar a month and, mm -hmm. uh, our is actually going to be setting me up. I think this week he said, I'm giving him access to my website. So that he can set up for a, um, a one-time donation type thing. Okay. Like yeah. they have like calf pals on his, 
uh, I want to do boxes of popcorn. So he's going to set, he's going to write the code for that for me and set that up on the website. So that'll be nice. coming soon. So people that don't want to do patron, you know, Patreon, they can just do a one-time donation and I might have like buy a ticket for like, I don't know, 10 right. bucks or something. Yeah. Make it, make it easy. Lifetime. Yeah. It makes it, they, makes it easy. So yeah, uh, that should help populate the green room too. So where does, let me ask, cause we're, we're not, oh, we're, we're kind we're of recording. recording. This is all live. <laughs> uh, oh okay now i'll get nervous no uh well i was gonna ask off the air but uh, um so i'm in texas do you want me to and, take it out i can be happy to take it out if you want well i was just gonna ask um where because i'm in texas uh john your co-host he's in texas is yeah. he dfw or is he houston somewhere more south oh he's, he's houston okay he's in houston Ooh, he's humid okay even more humid okay oh, oh even more humid than you oh. yeah yeah he's in houston yeah okay. um Yep. Yeah, we were when we moved. We were looking in the Houston-ish area and up here in DFW. So I just didn't know if he was close enough for like a a theater meetup, you know, where we could. How far away we, are you from Houston? Four hours. Yeah, that's three and a half, I, depending on the, on the car I'm in. But poor yeah, Dan's four. twenty minutes away, and I haven't been there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that has. I'm I'm telling you, I cannot wait for things to slow down for me and just work wise. You know, my, my other job, <laughs> like yeah, that, be able to slow down and actually plan some stuff out. It's like, I'm getting close. It's that time of year, but, um, I got a lot of stuff going on personally as well right now. But once that happens, I'm like, man, I can't wait. It's like, I, I can't wait to, cause I, there's other people in the area too. And, uh, R and I are talking about like literally traveling. So that would, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying the next coming months, but I would say within the year or so R and I should be meeting up around in other places you should get hooked up with the kansas city group and that's so that's how i got connected with them so we're talking right, kansas city you know, so border like missouri kansas and then some outlying cities i mean they're all within 30 minutes of each other or less but they have an insane meetup group for home theaters. Yeah. But how I became aware of them was everyone knows youth man. Yeah. Michael yeah. Stevens was the projector started, shootout. <laughs> right. So yeah. he did that projector shootout about a year ago. Yep. And then, um, the person that hosted that and helped him with that, um, kind of the, the tech guy, they got together and they formed that M wave, which is kind okay. of a, a, a conference. And we can talk more about it later. I mean, depending on and how, how we structure this, but, um, so it's your I show to, buddy, yeah, <laughs> no, you're the boss. Um, so, so, so I went to it. I'm just like, honey, I'm going to be gone for four days. She's like, where are you going? I'm Kansas city. I'm like what? She's like, Oh no, don't tell me this is a home theater. I'm like, this is a legit. So not only right. was it the conference, but I paid a little bit extra for a VIP and we went to three or four of the top. Well, I say top, that might be insulting because I, 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 we saw four that they chose just amazing theaters. And some of them were, yeah. you could even argue budget theaters because they've been building them forever, yeah. but these people are legit. So high end to just smart on how they did it. Right. And, but see, but Kansas city has basements. Right. Texas doesn't have much basements. California yeah. doesn't have much basements. Um, but when you have a basement, it's almost like built in that like, unless. Right. You know, depending on your spouse, you have a place for this. Yep. And so they are 
very active, very active. So they'll get together, you know, once or twice a month and do either watching a movie or just, and so it's very, just a huge enthusiast group. So I went there, was just blown away, gave me inspiration for what I was doing. So M-Wave was great. And I don't know why, how, how we started on M-Wave and, and, and Youth Man, but, oh, the, the, that might be somewhere that you would like to go and just tour. Oh yeah. Cause they're incredible. And of course there's some all over the nation, but like consolidated in one group concentrated. Right. Kansas city. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The, it, the Kansas city shootout. They did. I, I, I know I've been following it. I've been following youth man. He was just on with SVS, um, on Thursday. Yeah. He did their, um, happy hour. Okay. I, and, I missed uh, that. Well, I've been following youth man for a while. I, I love his yeah, stuff. He's great. Um, yeah. I, I love his enthusiasm. I love his, he comes at it. Um, he, he actually, I think comes at it much like I do where it's, it, it, you don't have to be, it's not the most technical stuff. It's just more factual on right. experiences and stuff, but he's, yes. and he, he's very gentle. He, yeah. Everyone has a good theater, whether yes. it's yes. handheld. He's very gentle because yeah. he used to be a youth pastor. So he's, he Oh really? He did. He, that's, I think, where Youth Man came from. He was a youth pastor. So he's just, he kind of has that, that youth pastor vibe. And, yeah. You know, yeah. He, he doesn't want to make people feel bad if they don't have a full, you know, cinema right. set up in their, in their house. And, and yeah, and, and not as technical, even though he could be. He, he keeps the lingo very, yep. um, very down to earth and, and easy. And, and yeah. he's only about 7,000 subscribers away from hitting 100,000 for, for YouTube. I know. So, so guys, if you're listening here and you're not subscribed to youth, man, I'm not getting paid. He's just, he's really great. And yeah. he's close. That's like a milestone, right? To hit a hundred thousand. Right. So, so he's, he's great. And it will only enhance your, uh, home theater knowledge and database. Yeah. If, if he's, if he's one of your, uh, if you subscribe to him, so he's a good one to, to do. Yeah, he is. He, yeah. I love his stuff. I, I watch it all the time and it's funny cause I'm, I'm trying to get to a thousand. And I yeah. see these people, but I did watch his one where he talked about, like, he made the commitment to, I don't know how many followers he had, but he, fi he made his commitment to go full time. Like, that's his job now. Right. Like, he, yeah. he got, he doesn't do anything. That is that's his scary. job. Right. Yeah. And it, exactly. And I, w if this ever becomes my job, it'll be because I don't need a job. I don't right. want that. I would never want this to be uh, like, my lifeblood. Right. Right. Because yeah. if something went wrong or if something like, uh, you see people like, Oh, they lose a fit. I know like, um, Ara and Braden, they, they used to be Amazon affiliates years ago and mm. it just got pulled out from under them. Just, that's it. Yeah. Just kept, it happens all the time. And it's like, uh -huh. and they, you know, it, it just happens. So it's like, okay, you just move on. But they weren't doing it to be like, that wasn't their life. They, they had jobs and it yeah, was a just hobby. A, just, a, just a side gig. Yeah. Right. And that's, a, that's all I want to do. Yeah. I want to have fun with it. But if it ever, it, the way I'm organizing it in my head right now is, and I'm very far away from even being a day's pay. Right. But if I, sure. I work for myself and I have six days a week, I'm spoken for at dealerships. I know what I make per day on average. Right. If this ever brought in that day's pay, after I gave half away. So, you know what I mean? If I ever got right. that, I would literally yeah. take a day and be like, this is my job. Right. And that yeah. one day a week. And 
hopefully it would really work out because I can't work in the rain. So then I'd be like, okay, that's my day. And I'd still work the other days. So, you know, but if it doesn't happen, I still love what I'm doing anyways on both sides. I like my job and I like this. So what the hell, you know, it's it's a win-win and it's, um, but yeah, youth man, it's like, you see that and it's, it's definitely, he's so positive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's what I wanted to be. That's why I kind of probably gravitated towards it. I was like, holy crap. Like I started this because I didn't really know much. I didn't see anything like this. Well, I do scenes. He does scenes every now and then, but I'm trying to get into the full, full experience where yeah, he's... You, you definitely have your own niche. Yeah. It, it and was I a... like the, and I like the long form of, of do your, you? R- really? I, I lo- do. I, like, don't, I'm... don't go to, if you, if you, I know if you break it up, if you ever decide to break it up, I mean, that just takes time edit things and break it down but i like the long form because i listen to it when i walk and i listen yeah. to it in the car and no it's perfect i i like, like well here's the trick three hours i'm like that's fine with me yeah exactly well here here's the trick there's i don't mind the long form like when when i first started this with john when we were doing chat it was all like of course you, you're gonna start something you google how to right and they were like keep it to 20 minutes I can't keep a hello to 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how yeah. the hell am I going to talk about something I love for 20 minutes, just 20 minutes. Right. Right. But uh, what I found is as I was going along and John and I would be like, if people only want to listen for 20 minutes, they just stop and then they'll come back to it. If right. they like sure. it, they'll come back to it. Right. And that's how you actually get more clicks. Um, people like on YouTube, the longer the video, like the short videos, people are like, Oh, it's only five minutes. I'll watch it. Boom. But they're done with it. If I'm, oh, hey, check this out. They'll, they'll like, you'll probably watch a video. Like if you watch my videos, it'll take you a few sittings to watch them. Right. So then I get that multiple views out of that. But at the same time, it is detrimental because a lot of people that aren't into it yet, they just think it's a non-starter. So you have that going. I would never change it for that because I, I, not that I don't care. I want to get new viewers, but at the same time, I want people that are just as passionate. And if they see that timestamp and they go, Oh wow, look at all of this. And then they try it out. That's the person I want. But here's where I am running into trouble. I'm running Mm -hmm. out of space because the, the network I'm on, I can only do, I can only put out a, uh, what is it? A hundred megabyte file. This is where your host or your, your co-host comes on and says, so for, again, for Patreon, subscribe yeah. here. <laughs> Cause yeah, that means you need more uh, well, funds to up your server or up your space. Right. Cause that's, well, I'm not paying yeah, can, for it. That's the thing. It's nice. Nerdy Legion hosts me. I could le- and that I am thinking of doing that. I love the nerdy Legion. I love what Martin has done for us. Martin runs the nerdy Legion is a friend of mine now. And I feel bad bad pulling out but we run at an mp we run an mp3 at 64 um, megabytes per second or whatever is what we have to run at um i put out a podcast uh, i think it was my our longest one whatever it was it was like probably three three and a half hours and it actually ticked me over the hundred so i actually had to go Mm -hmm. to the 56 megabytes a second download Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. re-render it at 56 and that dropped me to like 80 something so you get slightly less quality but when i first started before nerdy legion picked us up um 
I was running full wave files on sound, uh, mm, sound like uncompressed, and, uncompressed yeah, full wave, but it's just us talking. So I don't really right. care either way, sure. but I was able to put out like, like nerdy Legion only puts out, um, what my latest 25. Whereas before I was, you could go back on like iTunes and see every single podcast I put out. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, this has never been on anything but Nerdy Legion because I started this one um, when I was with Nerdy Legion. John and I started in October of 18. Yeah, October of 18 doing chat. And by the next August, I'd met enough people and Martin's like, do you want to come on to our network? And we actually gained a lot of listenership because, you know, it's, we're all talking about each other and stuff. So it would be interesting to see if, I mean, again, it's time time and effort to to do it but if you had like mini clips with dj or something where where you just had a 10 minute segment where you just did a breakdown or time code of Mm -hmm. movies and just did little clips that i don't know i know like like an eight to ten minute section along with the full version and see if that would attract more viewership that is a way and again like you said it's just time time to go through and figure that out and well it's not hard because i have them all saved and they're Mm -hmm. all in my adobe premiere so i can just cut them and just produce them and put them out and then just post them to, you know, a la Joe Rogan does that. Bill Maher does right. that. Right. They all yeah. put out clips. Mm-hmm. Um, John, and I mean, clearly we have segments. We talk about a movie or a show. We could put out that clip. Right. right. And then that's, and that would be it. Like bright side clip. Um, but like you but said, if you look at it's a effort. lot of people <laughs> in our industry, like what daily hi-fi and that's youth man and Chana mm-hmm. Techno dad. So they had, they had, they have long versions every week, just like you. Yeah. So, um, I don't think doing long form is any way detrimental because no. that's the enthusiasts want those long ones. Cause it's almost like you're there with them and you're talking and you're listening. And before you know it, two hours is gone and you have all this extra information in your brain and where my wife would just, just yeah. die. Like, Oh my gosh. But we love it. We just consume it. And like, when's yeah. the next one? So, yeah, I know. And it's, that, that's the thing I've put out short clips. They don't get nearly the viewership that my long clips get my long shows get because well, I don't think, because here's the thing, like, like you just said it, the, the people that are, that love home theater that are passionate about this, they just want to absorb as much as possible. This isn't an, uh, like this isn't an end rack impulse view, <laughs> right? Right. You're, you're not like scroll. Hmm. What's a, you're disappointed. Almost. We have the different mindset. I know when I'm scrolling, if I see a, a YouTube video on home theater and it's only five minutes long, I'm like, ah, it's like, yeah. It can, what am I going to, yeah, no, five minutes anything. from now I have to put on something else. No, I don't want right. that. Right. Yeah. It's like, so yeah, They're I, I don't anything worthwhile in five minutes. Give me, give me at least 30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I know it's, I don't know, but like I said, I am under the constraint. This week's going to be really interesting Friday's podcast because, um, I have scheduled for, I, obviously John and I will talk, Steve and I will talk past few weeks. That's been three hours right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I'm also talking with Jeff from HD report about, okay. uh, return of the King. We're finally oh going to sit down and talk about return of the King. That's, that's a four segments. hour movie. That's 
no. That's going to either be five hours. I know. That's <laughs> not, Return of the King. No, that's that's its own session. I that's think. what I'm saying. I think I yeah. might have to. I'm. Yeah. I might actually put them out all separate. Well, I'll do the regular podcast, and in the middle, like when I talk Return of the King, I'll say go see. You know this and one. That's with, the, the the extended version. Yeah, the four hour version. Yeah. yeah, we're talking the four hour version. And, the other, the other, they're both. The both versions are great, right? But yeah, man, that extended. It's they that is when you see the mouth of Sauron and all. Oh uh, man, that's so much better. It's yeah, so much better. Uh, I know. Yeah. I'm still going so through good. it now. I was actually I actually started the other day to re, you know for the show when mm -hmm. we record, and then I stopped myself. Because I'm like, I want this to be closer. I want this in my head when we actually oh, yeah. sit down. And it's like, right. I, I keep my notes, but I, it's not the same. It's like, I love to, like when I was doing the last breakdown I did, I think the last one I did was Con Air, uh, the actual sit down and breakdown. I My favorite way to do it is in the theater. And it's literally, I just hit record. I watch the scene, put the lights back on. And oh. then tell you about the scene. And then oh, at wow. the end, it's about a two hour, three hour piece. And right. I whittle that and I take down, all, I take out all the middle pieces and put that out as the podcast. But it's like, and that's, it takes like two to three hours to break those down. And it's not the entire movie. It's me fast forwarding to the next scene, watching the scene. And I might have to, if I did my timestamps, I've said this before, I'm like, I'll get to a timestamp and be like, what did I see here? <laughs> uh -huh. like, yeah. And you're looking for it because like when you're in the movie, you're in it and you're like, oh, that was great. And you hit click, you know, I'll hit, you know, take a picture of the timestamp and be like, oh, and then you come back and I, sometimes I'll hear it after a couple of listens, but it, you know, but it especially takes with something like return of the King. I mean, that's oh. massive. That's a big undertaking. So yeah. yeah so it should be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't wait. I mean, it, Jeff and I have been, Jeff's been wanting to do it for a while and we've, we've been trying with the schedules and this and that. it's so, so yeah. So this week's going to be a big week for podcasts. Uh, good for us. Good. So. I, you keep me, you keep me company when I'm doing my walks. There you go. Yeah. I know people doing their lawns. Uh, Omar's going on three hour drives. I don't know what, that's what he said last week. He's even if he doesn't need to DJ yeah. three hour drive. <laughs> See you later. Uh, I've done that. I've been like, I need to go for a drive just to listen to a podcast because like, that's the only place I really listen that and at work. Yeah. Uh -huh. So if, if I get a couple of rainy days, I fall behind on my podcasts. Right. <laughs> Cause yeah. I'll be in my theater and I'm not, I don't listen to them when I'm at home. I listen to them when I'm driving and working. Yeah. So, um, so let John, let's talk home theater right. too. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Not just podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's all, it's all good. I, I want to know, like, well, what do you have? Did you send me information on I yours? I, yeah, not, 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 not too ton. much. So. I know you have a Kaleidoscape. It is. Yeah. I mean, to say I have it. Yes. Um, it's sitting in my garage with everything else, a pile of boxes. Oh. Um, because right now we're, we're building the room. Oh, okay. So, so. Right now, we just got the can lights installed. Yes, uh, two days ago. Yeah, we got the can lights installed two days ago. Um, so yeah, we still got to put the flooring in and get some of the 
Yeah, yeah. All right. And the the low voltage stuff in. So time out to do. Time out. It's all Uh coming back to me. It's all coming back to me. You know, I've said at the beginning. Huh? No, no, no. And this explains your microphone, your camera, everything right now. It's all coming. I love the smile on your face. It's all coming back. (laughs) I don't know where you're going with this. Okay. You're the one. And I said this a couple weeks ago. Now I'm talking to so many different people, which I'm Mm -hmm, so happy mm -hmm. about. I I don't even care if that comes off. I'm the zero to 100. Yes. You're the zero to 100. And you did the same thing with the damn podcast. (laughs) You know what? I, that's part of what I was going to try to explain because <laughs> that's what I can't wait to hear. I've been telling people about it for two weeks. Okay. So, yeah. So I, um, a lot of things I do, I annoy the heck out of my wife and my friends. I don't have many friends, DJ. No, um, <laughs> I annoy a lot of, that's why we're like, on here. Well, I can kind of, maybe even my kids is just because, I want to, when I, when I do something, I want to do it right. And I won't, I wait until I can do it right for a lot of things. Okay. Um, If, you know, until I save up the money or until I can, like, I'm not going to do that one thing. Like I remember like, uh, I need to get back into exercising and I waited two years because I was buying all the equipment. That's foolish. Yeah. It's not the good way to do it. Like waiting a year and a half, two years to get back into exercising because I wanted to get all of my equipment and then I wanted to get my room set up right. right. Like, that's silly. But I, and then when I had it all, I was back. It was perfect. And, and, then, and then I could start. And then I could. So it, it was kind of like that for this. I have had a home theater in the. Hmm, I've had a multi-purpose or multimedia room in the past with a projector. Oh, okay. But a multimedia room. Never dedicated. But then I went 10 plus years without one. And so, I mean, so we can get into that and why it's a crazy, it's an interesting story, a little crazy. uh, Some of it is definitely crazy, um, but never on this scale. So, and then, so, so when I started, so I I don't know, I guess I can start on just the story of it, or do you want to know my equipment first? What, what, what feels better for your for your listeners it doesn't matter everybody i'm telling you right now because i'm on the edge of my seat right now i'm the huh? listeners huh? are too i'm sure are like what well, the- i didn't have questions for you but okay i'll, I'll, I, I'll that's fine, I'll come that's back fine. i've got time it's saturday yeah, yeah. i've got time i i mean i just got home from work i'm happy to be sitting down yeah. i mean you just hit i know you have some fantastic equipment sitting in the garage i know I'll you're it's, talking it's becoming it almost goes to the ceiling yeah it's a two-car garage and it takes up there's yeah i I should just shut my mic off i have to just let you go don't do that because because i could say so i'm the exact opposite okay just quickly i am the exact opposite i get an idea i do it and then i learn from the mistakes and and just keep progressing from the i don't care how crappy of an experience the my original experience is I know I can make it better and I go from there. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's, that's probably healthier. I would say, I, I, in my opinion, that is, that's how I promote home theater. I'm like, just start, just yeah. do well, it do because you, then you'll learn what's bad and what's good, right? Do you know color personalities? Uh, what do you mean by that? Color personalities, like you're a green or a red or a blue I don't or a know. yellow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, it sounds like you're more red. Oh, look at my face. You're like, you're like, just go. 
You're like, yes. go, we'll figure it out. Let's just do it. Yes. I'm definitely a green. So if you ever look this up, it's interesting. Um, greens, very analytical. They, they love lists. Yep. And when I they have lists. everything organized, then they'll, then they'll push go. But, but that almost like a, per, was it analysis by paralysis or paralysis? Yeah, I by use that all the time. Analysis, paralysis. Yeah, so you overanalyze more, and you do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's, that's kind of, that's kind of me where you're more like, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Let's just go. So, and that's definitely a, a better way to hey, go about it with a lot of things. I've never shown this on the podcast before. Uh -oh. See that scar? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, hey, me and my buddy. Yeah. We got some trees to take down in the backyard. Oh, so geez. hard about it. I went and bought my saw. He brought over his hus uh, Husqvarna or whatever. You didn't even watch a YouTube video. No, you just no, I don't think it. you, this uh, was 20 years ago. We don't okay. know. You a tree. It's gravity does the work, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm pushing the tree. He's cutting the tree goes down and it snaps and it kicks the saw back up right into mm. my arm. Mm. Yeah. You got like a brachial, a brachial artery that you can bleed out. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I was fine. I, it looked like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, ground Turkey hanging yeah. off my arm. Oh. And, uh, just, uh, just wrapped it up, you know, a little hydrogen peroxide, wrap it up back to work. Oh yeah. You... <laughs> it's like, I had a job to do. It's like, but that's my point is like, and, and so you didn't know, no, no stitches, no hospital, just duct tape it. And there was going. nothing to stitch. It was just, it was too mangled. Yeah. It was just all right, right uh, up the uh, bicep. Uh, just, uh, and it's like, horrible. oh yeah. And it was, but there was nothing. I remember I, I clenched my arm down like this and I'm like. Uh, all right. I got to look. Cause I thought it went through. I thought I was going to see yeah. muscle and stuff. Cause I mean, uh -huh. it hurt. And yeah. I looked at it and I was like, Oh, that's not bad. It was a literally, I mean, it was through the flesh, but it just pulled the flesh off and it was just dangling. So oh I just cleaned it, cleaned it well, wrapped it up and went back to work. Had to wear sleeveless for a few weeks. Cause it really stung. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my next physical, they're like, what the hell happened here? And I told the doctor, <laughs> he's like, didn't you go to the doctors? I go, why? I'm like, there was nothing you could do. All you would, all you would have done is just maybe trimmed it. There's nothing to stitch. There's, it's just a big patch of skin. Yeah. Or but that's my point is like, I just jump in with both feet and deal with it later. Right. That was, I would have been analyzing the, uh, the hypotenuse of the fall and trying oh, yeah. to get, you know, I, I would have been like trying to <laughs> figure out mathematically. My buddy dropped a tree and my wife, and my wife, <laughs> kids was standing on the deck and the tree came down uh, and went just missed the deck i mean we were just going to town we were dropping some big trees and so we're just your like, wife was there when you almost chopped your arm oh yeah my wife was uh, there my buddy's wife he lived down the street he called her bring out we didn't have any hydrogen peroxide can you bring over some hydrogen peroxide she came over like 20 minutes later and we're like what took you so long she goes i didn't know it was an emergency yeah. Oh, my buddy was funny. He was really good about it. Um, we're cleaning it over the sink and, uh, he's, <laughs> he's not good with blood and stuff. He gets really bothered by it. Uh -huh. And, uh, he was really good helping me and everything. And then we go outside and he goes, wow, I can't believe the tree did that. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, he goes, I can't believe it cut you like that. I go, the tree didn't do that. He thought the tree kicked up and scraped uh -huh. me. I go, no, that was the saw. I go, oh, I said, that was your saw. He goes, 
that was my saw. And once he, I go, look, I go, you could see the links where they went through. And he goes, he put his hands down on his knees. He like bent over. He almost passed out. He's like, I, he just went back to work. He's like, I just, just walked away. One more inch and I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I could have lost my whole arm. I'd be here. I'd just be like this. (laughs) Unless you bled out. Well, yeah. Well then. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean. You, you got some very important arteries in it. That could yeah, I got, I got very, very lucky. I've gotten very lucky many times in my life. Sounds like it. Yeah. Because yeah. I yeah. jump in like that. Right. So less, if, less green, more red. Yes. Wait, I, I yeah. Uh, well, and I do like to keep lists. I'm trying to get better at that, but I'm yeah. very much like, um, I, I've told many people, my, all my brother-in-laws asking my sisters to get married. They, I gotta have this first. I gotta have this first. I was 19. I got engaged to my wife and I was like, yeah, let's do this. Not, it's not how I said it, but I'm like, and people were telling me, what do you want to do this for? Don't you? I'm like, that's who I want to marry. What what am I waiting for? We got married four Uh years later, but I was like, jump in. I don't, I'll figure it out later. I I, I use that example for me. I I dated, I dated two girls before my wife. That's not a lot. At the same time. Why? No, they were separate <laughs> at separate times. But even that, I could use I could use that as an example. Like I yeah. didn't do even a lot of dating because I waited until I found the right one. I waited. Yeah, I waited didn't like long dry periods because I waited until I found the right one. And then once I found her, I knew I knew it, that was it. Yeah. So love you, babe. Like she's gonna watch this. <laughs> There's no way. Well, she will. Already... But I don't think she's gonna go forty minutes in. No. No. <laughs> I'll have to fast forward. To You'll the have to tell mark. her, go to the 40 yeah. minute mark. You'll be good. Yeah. You'll like that. Yeah. And then you can shut it off. Right. Um, exactly. But yes, I am more, I am jumping, do it. And yeah, you know, obviously I want to do a little bit, especially nowadays. It's so easy to do research. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll do more research now. Um, but yeah, so back, back to you. We don't well, need to hear like about video, my like, injuries. Like I don't even like, like I loved how Cobra Kai came out in one hole. They dropped the whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't, I will wait for something to get all done. Like I, I have watched some of them, um, um, house of the dragon, but like game of, or, um, rings of power. I haven't watched any cause I don't want to, I, I, I want it to be perfect. I want to, I want to binge watch the whole thing. Oh, now I'm so the opposite that way. See, I, well, yeah. Cause it's like, I want the whole thing there. I don't want to, maybe it's just me. I'm just impatient. I don't like to wait in line. I don't know. I just, I want the whole thing to be there. But I, having said that I did watch some of, um, I think I watched the first three episodes of House of the Dragon, and it's great. But yeah. Ring of Power, I kind of want to wait um, and watch most of it together. I'll do the same thing with like The Walking Dead. Like I'll go four or five episodes before I'll watch it, just because I like to binge it, and I hate cliffhangers. Like, dang it! But, well, I have you know. one for you then. If you're gonna wait, yeah, are you on House of the Dragon? Yeah. Are you going to wait until it's done on HBO or are you going to wait until it comes out on disc because on 4k disc, because that's going to be the best quality and HBO has a very vast track record of releasing their stuff in the best quality. It's really good. Like Westworld, obviously, uh, uh, game of Thrones. They have very, very good discs. Well, like I said, since I've already watched three episodes, I'll probably, I think, what are they on five now? Yeah. I'll probably wait until there's at least what, how many, what are they doing? Eight episodes? I think it's eight. They doing... They're each doing eight. Oh, then yeah, I'll definitely wait, but not until disc. No, no, no. Yeah. I'll still stream it. The stream is really good. 
I again, my theater's not built yet, so it was True. like I might as well. And I'm so it's not like I could. And then, and then when is it coming out on disc? Is it immediately after? Like who who knows when they're really going to release it? So I won't wait that. I'm not that crazy because yeah. I am enjoying it and I do like Game of Thrones, even though the last season, I probably wouldn't have ended it that way. But anyways, it's it's a it's a fun ride. It is. It sure. is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, even the original stream or HBO on cable was a good home theater experience. Mm -hmm. Not as good as what started out as the Blu-ray. Uh, and now we have the 4K discs. Um, the Blu-ray was fantastic. That's what I went through originally. Mm -hmm. uh, but the 4K is, and I'm really looking forward to um, House of the Dragon and on disc. Mm -hmm. just to see the difference and you get a more dynamic, yeah. obviously a more dynamic sound. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of looking oh, forward no doubt. to that. No doubt. Yeah, no, for sure. No, it would be great. And speaking of HBO max because of, Oh, one of your latest podcasts, it might've been your, the takeover Tuesday one you would, but I, I don't know one of them, you had mentioned frailty and I had never seen it, but yeah. Matthew McConaughey and Bill Pax. I'm like, Oh, I got it. I got to see what this is. And it was on HBO max. So, and it was yeah. actually, directed by bill paxton he directed was him. that i didn't know yes that. yeah yeah so I, and i knew nothing about it so i checked that out and watched that the other day oh you'd never it was, seen it no i oh my god I probably had heard of it but yeah yeah i no so it was good like i isn't it yeah don't spoil like, it i didn't i didn't okay when are you allowed to spoil things how long do you have to wait that's like from well, That's let's, like well, let me, let me just use you as an example. If I had spoiled yeah. it on that day, would the movie have been as fun and you hadn't seen no. it yet? Oh, you're, now you're that you've nice. seen it, you want to be able nice. to, well, isn't it fair? No, yeah. <laughs> it, it was good. Like some of it, I saw where it might be going because right. I knew there had to be like some. Yeah. Some Cause pleasure. we said, whenever we were talking about it, we said like, it's a, yeah. it, it changes your view of, um, of everything of anything like that really right yeah. and I, I think what i used before is i love when they take a bad guy and they give him uh, a purpose and you can actually see through his eyes and like what uh -huh. like and i and i think i use thanos as the example because it's like yeah i'm gonna kill half the population but half the other half is gonna be is gonna thrive so you see his <laughs> right. his his goal is 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 um, he, was, he was well intentioned he was misunderstood well dj yeah he it's was, just, he was, he yeah, was very yeah. misunderstood. He had a good, yeah, good he's heart. a good guy. He's a good yeah. heart. Just yeah. eh, delusional. Um, right. but yeah, so like, it, yeah, and frailty, it's like, I, it, it is an amazing, uh, movie to just sit through. And you, at the end, you are literally for days going, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. And Bill Pack, what he, how many years, when did he die? Like five years ago? Four yeah, years it was ago? probably, he was in the he, middle he had, of a show, had, a TV show at the time. Uh, um, I forget which He had a lot of years left in him. Yes, he Dang did. It. He Dang did. Say, yeah. Oh, that's uh, probably insensitive to his family. Like he was more than just an actor, but I definitely enjoyed him as an actor. So that's yeah. too bad. Well, that's all. That's the only way we knew him. It's yeah, like, <laughs> of course. it's like, I mean, and, and that's saying a lot. It's like, you know, I mean, what else? What We don't know him any other way and we miss him. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he was great, but yeah, that, that, that movie's definitely, it's not a home theater experience, but it's definitely an experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go wherever you, you want to go. I'll keep my injuries out of it. Interrupting me. No, no, I think I interrupted myself. 
So I guess like my story uh, of how I, I, I came to this and I went from, I'm going from an empty room to everything all at once. And I think, I think I'm going to try to make it close to in-game um, is not usually the way you do it. But back like all the way, like at 2000, I was in a condo. So back in like 2005, um, I, I want I, I wanted to get some type of setup, and it, it was just like a living a living room in a, in a condo. Uh, I was married, and so I got. But that's 2005. I don't even know what. Unless you're spending a lot of money that I didn't have back then. Nothing like the, you know, the short throws and the availability was today. I just know I wanted something more immersive than a than a TV. Yeah, and so I it was a business a business projector, like in focus. Have you ever heard of a in yep. focus? Mm -hmm. Okay. And mostly just business projectors. And I don't even know what it was. It was like maybe 720, maybe not even that it had Remember component video, not composite, yeah. but com it was like, you know, red, blue, green, right? Yep. Yeah. Red, blue, green. And then it had a DVI port, which is like a computer. Yep. So, so again, maybe some of your listeners, like I don't have a lot of money or my, uh, my, my situation, limited budget or limited space. This was a, this was a condo and my wife hates wires and I had to put a projector in this, but I knew we weren't going to be in it forever and I couldn't retrofit and, you know, do a lot of stuff, even though we owned it, you know, so I took a, a t I found a tension rod that would go from floor to ceiling and it had a platform for a projector. And I would literally, when I wanted to watch something, I would take out so it wasn't always hooked up. I would take this oh, tension wow. pole, put it back in the exact spot. Like almost, almost think like a, like a curtain rod or. Well, or it's a, a shower curtain, like a sho only vertical. Right, right. right. Almost like that just has a shower shelf curtain on rod. It. Yeah. But it, but it was made for this, right? Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. strong. Oh, so I know what, I know exactly in, what you're talking about. Ratchet up, put the projector on that at the back at just the right place. Yep. And, uh, and then the, then I would have to just, you know, uncurl the, the cords from, from the rack. Yep. Were, it was just like this furniture, you know, uh, rack that we had that was, you know, wood, you know, it wasn't like a strong industrial looking rack. And then, so, and, and just hook it up. So that's what I would do. That's, I would, I would set that up for, for video games or for watching a movie. And then I would roll it all up and keep it there. And then I had a, a valence covering the, the roll up screen. And I think it was like a 90 inch screen. And I had some blackout curtains that my wife made. So, and, and so that was, uh, maybe find pictures of it somewhere. And so, but it totally worked. I had a JBL 5.1 system and it was perfect for that yeah. environment. It was all book bookshelf speakers. So we had that for a while. And then, uh, then we moved from that house or from that condo and we moved into a house. And again, I wanted everything just right. So I waited probably two years. This is like 2000, not two, we moved in 2009. So I waited probably till 2011 because my in focus just, I hate, uh, I knew there was better out there. So yeah. in 2011, so I went two years without anything. Cause I wanted like a 1080 P and at, at, so 2011, maybe 4k was out. Probably not. No, that's, uh, uh, I think 4k came in like 14, 13, 14. Okay. I so, think, but, but 1080 P had dropped drastically in price. Yeah. So I got a 1080 P uh, BenQ. And so I ran that and it was like, great, you know, and then, then it was in a house. I had a loft. So that was more of a multimedia, multi-purpose room where the kids would watch, you know, th their movies or play, play their, play their video games and set up a little bit of acoustical panels in there. 
had all my DVDs set up. Um, and so we got, had the BenQ and I still kept, I still had my JBL 5.1. Um, cause again, my aspirations weren't as lofty as they are now. Um, yeah. I even before I, but back when I had my in focus, I went to a, an AVS meetup, AVS forums. Cause they've been around for, yeah. I don't know, probably 30 years. Oh yeah. And I, I went down to one in LA cause I lived in, I lived in Southern California and, uh, and I only had this in focus and I don't, I guess I probably had my JBL and I hardly knew anything, but I went to an AVS forum meetup and they were demoing Forrest Gump. I didn't know anything. Like I was like, so like, I mean, I'm still kind of ignorant about this stuff, but I was really ignorant then. And I walked in, kind of watched the Forrest Gump demo with, I don't even know what they were. I don't even know the equipment they were using, but I went, I had to go to a meetup. I had to like, cause not many people like this sort of thing. Right. Um, and I remember I, I went to that, but anyway, I digress G getting back to it. So, so I had the BenQ, we had that, and then we ended up moving to a little bit larger of a house, um, in like, in, at the beginning of 2016. So, and I left all that equipment there because it helped sell the house because they loved it when they, when right. we showed the house. So I was like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I lost everything but it helps sell the house so my wife's like oh you're leaving all, all. <laughs> you know so i'm like okay so i move into this new house and it has uh it had a home theater that literally had a um a gigantic rear projection huge tv like a what, what were they um like a mitsubishi like a huge yeah. one like a yep. picture tube Right. But that's like what big, I yeah. but it was a four by three, you know, it was, it wasn't standard definite. It was, but it was, huge. Oh, it was oh, okay. Yeah. That's an old, old one. Yeah. And it was like, dear God. And it was huge. It was taller than me. Oof. And because, but it just came with the house, but it was a, a small dedicated home theater. It actually had a riser in it. So Ooh. initially it just looked like perfect. Like, Oh my gosh, it already has something I can, I can, I can work with this. Mm. And it was a, a lot bigger uh, of a house and a lot bigger of a property. And, uh, and so we got there and I know you've been in your house a long time, but let me, let me tell you how, how it works. <laughs> when you go to sell your house, you, you're, you're, you're in most houses take a little while to sell. Right. So this guy had, I knew he had already checked out. Like he did the bare minimum to get it ready to sell, but he had checked out. Like he hadn't kept up with elect electrical stuff, stuff in the yard. Yeah. It, it was a, two plus acre property, a significantly bigger house. And there was so much to do. So when I moved in within a couple of months, I, you know, I was just I, taking notes on everything that had to be fixed. Plus, you know, I, I, you get an inspection report when you, when you, you know, qualify for your loan and everything of like everything that needs to get fixed. Um, so I had this booklet of stuff that I knew I had to do it or it was going to, again, it was going to bug me that all these things from this list wasn't done. Like I, I wanted to get everything dialed in. So my home theater went on. I didn't, now I don't have one, but now it's on hold. So anyways, during that, I went to, it was Pacific sales. You know how, you know how Best Buy has Magnolia. That's mm -hmm. their AV department. Yep. So, well, so Pacific sales, it was like a high end appliance store place out in Southern California and they were just closing up because they had Magnolia there, but I think they were both owned by Best Buy, but they were closing it down and they were shipping all of their, 
AV stuff because they just wanted, they were just going to be appliances. And so they're shipping all of their AV stuff to only exclusive to Best Buy. So they had a floor model of, uh, of, a, of a reference 7.1 Klipsch system and they just wanted to get rid of it. And I'm like, yeah, sounds good. And they were yeah. willing to make a deal. I don't remember what I paid, but at the time, I mean, you know, it, it was an R with like two or three numbers attached to it. And I had it, it, it and it floor model and they still had the boxes. I mean, it was in perfect shape. So I'm like, I want that. So, so I bought that 7.1 system and it sat in that theater room while I worked for two and a half years doing all the other projects in the house. And it just sat there in this room. So like three years go by. So, so it's like, like two, end of 2018 or so. And I'm like, okay, like I finally have permission from the wife. Enough is done at the house. Like the house is now dialed in. Like everything's stellar. <laughs> everything's going really well. And now it's time that I can focus on this room. And then I, I have a problem, DJ. <laughs> I have problems. No yeah. one should, this is talk, this is not even, this is first world problems. It's, it's, oh yeah. It's, it's, it's more embarrassing than that. So I have this room, it's about 10 feet by 20 feet, and it's as a riser. It's a room that will totally work. That yeah, and it probably has at least a, a nine foot, Ooh. maybe 10 foot ceiling. There's no reason wow. for me to complain. There's no reason for me to complain. But I'm like, 10 feet, it's not wide enough. Because yeah. what do I, I can get three seats in there. Yeah, maybe mine's 11 or, change, or, and I got three seats in, so 10 okay. would be tight. It's yeah right if they're if they're nice seats yeah and i'm just like i'm i know it's so bad to say i know i'm not gonna be happy with it i know if i put twenty thirty thousand dollars even if it takes some time into this thing i'm gonna always be like it's so it's so narrow yeah. which is that's but that was me like yeah so so i'm like babe i don't think this is gonna work so i started looking into like doing it we had like two and a quarter acres. Some of it was like pasture. It was like a farm, farm. Uh, it was zoned where you could have horses or cows or whatever. Um, and so I was thinking about putting up and we had not two, we had a couple of horses, not on property. We boarded them, but we did have llamas. We had llamas. So we had farm animals on property and llamas are awesome and they're easy to take care of. And we had chickens and so I could even get some of that on the farm schedule as far as taxes go and build a barn that was, that we were utilizing, uh, for like a side gig, the llamas and their, um, their fiber, their, their hair. Cause you can yeah, be yeah. woven and stuff. So anyway, so I'm like, I could put, you know, a barn dominium, you know, people will, will build a house out of a, a barn. Right. So I was looking into that and it would utilize the outside of it would be used for farm stuff and have a little stall and the hay and and stuff for my side gig but inside upstairs it was going to be a home theater oh. you know so and, and some taxes was going to go so i could write some of that off right some of it would be used for, you know it's just a, a percentage thing so i'm like so i started i started developing my barn dominium and i was going to make a legit room and it was going to be separated so i could crank my music and have yeah. it going so now we're into like 2019 and I'm starting to, okay, th th this is my project now. This is my next year. And I'm going to make this, this big, uh, uh, dedicated detached building in, in my, <laughs> out by the llamas. 
So it was kind of cool. But then we, we, by this time, uh, we, ha we, had a, we have a sales business where we could really operate, in, my wife and I, anywhere in the country. And we're in Southern California, and it's 2019, and we look at each other and go, you know, I'm about to spend, I'm about to put up a barn. Even if it's a metal, it's, it's going to be some money. Yeah. And we're going to put an outside kitchen in. And just both in our minds, like, are we staying here? Are we staying in Southern California? Is this where we want to mm. raise our children? And I'm not going to get into right. all the reasons that I thought that was a better choice. And we're like, because I just looked at my wife and we like, it just clicked like, I don't think we're staying here long term. So yeah. there's no way I'm going to build this home theater with a significant amount of money and time and effort. Right. And, 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 and then pull out in two years and move some. So guess what? The home theater stopped again. Because then we started looking at properties out in Texas. Talk about analysis paralysis. Ah, it's like, no, yeah, but you, you so really didn't a have a choice. Story. It's not like you were, I mean, you were an, an, analyzing real life situations, right? It's not like right. your theater. You were, you were, yeah, I, I, I'll reserve comment for the, for the end. I, I have a, I have a theory going on here, but go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. So anyway, so, so we're like, okay, we're moving out. We've got to remodel some of the house because we're going to get ready to sell it. Luckily I'd spent the last three years putting it together. It right. Sold, it it sold pretty quick and it was great. Even though we did have a flood during, we put it on the market, a plumber flooded. It was a three story type situation, ruined all of our remodel, even though it had just been put on the market. That's a whole nother story, but it's going to come back in a second. So oh, I die. So, so every, all you <laughs> listeners, here comes the fun part. <laughs> it's on the market. Get the flood plumber takes off. He's ghosted. Oh. I, so, so he, he's not even helping to, to redo every, the, 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 all the remodel that he just ruined. Have to take it off the market, redo the house, then it sells. Okay, so we sell it. We buy a new house in Texas. Okay, that's gone. We're out in Texas. So now we're up to 2020. 2020 was a fun year for the whole planet, wasn't it, DJ? Oh, wasn't 2020 yes. <laughs> fun? We get, out, we get out here. It's June we get, we come out on May 22nd of 2020. Ugh. So shutdowns are happening in, yeah, yeah. in California. Shutdowns, even, even out in Texas, where they're, uh, uh, you know, shutdowns are even happening in Texas. I'll just say that. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, oh, here we go again. But I, it's okay. We have my house. The house we get has a garage, a, a, a detached garage with a room above it. So think like, I don't know what they call him. You know, like where Fonzie lived on Happy Days? Yeah, Day? yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, who's Fonzie? Yeah, so I, don't, I forget what they call that. It's not called mother-in-law. It's called something. It's, it's a in-law apartment. Above a garage. In-law yeah, yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, what I'm looking to build for my parents. So it's perfect. It's, it, it, it's this empty shell waiting, waiting for something. Waiting for um, a theater. So before I even get here, I, 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 I find a, uh, a person that uh, is really good at building or that has just experience in building home theaters. And I have them come in because I'm still in, I'm still in California. I'm like, go in there, get all your measurements, give me some plans, shoot them to me. I'll look at them. I'll, I'll get me on the schedule. And, and, uh, before I even get there, you can start breaking ground. So by the time I get here, it's the end of May and, you know, it's kind of delayed a little bit, but I'm ready to go. By the time I get here, the house, uh, we had some remodeling done because we were done with being in construction with the flood we had and, uh, in the California house. So we get here, some of the remodeling in the house is done and I am, we are days away from breaking ground on my theater. 
So June 6th, so that's nine days later. Nine days after we move into our house, we have pods. This is so suspenseful, isn't it? This is killing you. We, our pods are still out in, our, in the driveway. Everything's in boxes. It's nine days after moving in. We're pulling stuff in. My house catches fire in the attic. Come on. Nine days. <laughs> so you had a flood at the other one in the basement, yep. I assume, because tough. Well, to it was, it, no, it was in the attic and then it hit all three All oh, the floors. floods did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't, it went, right, right. Kind of, it was kind of a basement. We're kind of on the side of a hill. So it yeah, hit yeah. all three levels of just Ugh. flood. And I, I saw that, I saw that off of a security camera because my wife was in LA. So with traffic, it would be four hours to get home. I'm in Tennessee and Ugh. I'm watching, I'm watching water hit my desk, my computer desk. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. yeah. No one, no one's home though. So anyway, that was horrible. So now let's get back to the fire. The house catches fire. <laughs> I'm in the garage organizing my tools. I hear the fire alarm go off. But you ignore that, right? You ignore fire smoke detectors no. because they always go off. No. It's just, it's, it just happens. So, and I know my wife's in there. The I'm like, guy dealing with analysis paralysis, an actual alarm goes off yeah. No, and you go that, to work. Wait yeah, a minute, wait like, a minute. Something's wrong here. <laughs> so, so I'm just, cause I'm organizing my beautiful tool <laughs> bench with, it had pegboard already. I was, You're so, so organized. The fire alarm beautiful. wasn't on your list. So you just skipped yeah. it. Yeah. So my wife calls me on the cell. I'm like, yes, I hear it going off and she's in the house. I'm like, you need to get in here. There's something's <laughs> going on. Fire. I'm like, ah. So by the time I get in there, oh. she's out. The kids are out. We had some people helping us. And I walk in. I'm like, and I hear the smoke, smoke detector going, but I don't see fire. So I'm like, what's everyone freaking out about? I go upstairs. I kind of think I might smell some smoke. And I can't tell if my eyes are just for being outside. Oh, they're a little geez. fuzzy or if it <laughs> actually, that might be smoke, but I don't see fire. So, but you know, the smoke alarm's going off. Yeah. So, so I'm like, this, okay, if there, if something really is bad, it must be in the attic. So I has a pull down attic. So I pull that down, do, 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 go up, start walking up the, the stairs in the hallway to, or, or the, the ladder, the yeah. attic ladder and the overwhelming feeling of death hit me. My whole attic is on fire. It just hasn't fallen yet. Oh. So, so, and I know that, like, I, I literally have a small uh, fire extinguisher in my hand. Right. I know that's not going to, that's not going to do anything. Like, it, it's like one more step. It's not like the movies. You're that close to heat. Right. It's one more step and I, it's death. Like, it was just overwhelming and black. And so right. I'm like, oh, this is really, really, oxygen. really bad. <laughs> so I come back down. Get, I, and I'm, I'm still on the, I'm still, I'm, I'm still on the phone. So I'm like, um, do I need to grab like the wedding album or the computer? She's like, get out of the house, get out of the house right now. Cause they're all, they're all across the street. You know, that's where you watch your that house burn up from across the street. <laughs> and so, but what do you need? I still have time. What should I get out of that? Everything's Just in the boxes. Attic. Everything's in boxes, right? We're moving in. So I can't even grab stuff cause I don't want to grab. But, and then by that point I, 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 I hear the fire truck. So I get out. The, the, we see flames coming out of the roof. So they get there. The firefighters have to put out the attic, which destroys the whole house, right? Right. So they, they're punching holes in the roof. They have they, they running destroy down the whole house everything. with water. Yeah, everything. So the new remodel, everything into they're done. The house is destroyed, 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 destroyed. 
a rat had chewed on a wire in the attic. He caught fire. The hell house caught fire. That's how it happened. But it started in the attic. Oh. Um, and that was found days later. By the time we were allowed to go back in after the investigation, we're talking summer in Texas with no electricity. Because, of course, they pull, the, you know, they pull your box. You're not allowed to have electricity. And you can't touch anything because they're, they're seeing if it's your fault or if you did it on purpose or whose fault it is. By the time we were allowed to go back in, everything was mildew. Every, oh, all yeah. my furniture was green. It was bad. The walls were green because it was <sighs> wet and humid and there was no electricity. So the, the house is gone, but it, I mean, it's still standing, but it's, it, everything, Broke, every room right. is trashed and it's smelly and it's full of, it's full of flies and everything. And, and we've, this is nine days into our new life. So my kids are, you know, they're a mess. They're trying to deal with it. We're living in a, and this is shut down, right? So we're in a hotel. Right. The world's shut down too. We're in a way. hotel. Yeah. The, the world's shut down. So it's just this ominous feeling. Things are just going bad. I'm in a hotel that's nice. It was like a Marriott, but guess what? It's shut down, right? There's minimal staff, so we can't get room service, which Ugh. would still be on like my insurance company. So it's like, okay, you know, they're going to set me up in a nice hotel, but it's shut down. Like we can't even get, I have to go get my own towels. It was ridiculous. So, <sighs> so we're, we're, we're in this hotel for like two weeks before we find a place, to, uh, a rental place while we rebuild. Well, okay, so like, a day after this fire, we're at the hotel and the guy that was going to make my home theater calls and says, Hey, I'm coming over. We're going to start today. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <sighs> like, you're not going to believe this. And I'm not trying to put you off. My house just burnt down. I will call you in like a year. He's <sighs> like, what? So we had that whole story. Like he, like, just tell me if you don't want to hire me. Yeah. Like, he yeah, was exactly. literally starting. Don't go by. Take day. a look. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, so that shut down. So, so now, now we're in a rental and now we have to rebuild an entire house. It takes a year and a half, but it gives me time because eventually I know, you know, I know what I want to do. So, so now, now we're in like 20, 2020, 2021, and I'm getting more active in some of the, the YouTubes and AVS forums and just starting to see things and of what I want to do and start, okay, you know, and, and I've been, you know, saving money for this big thing because in the beginning I, I wasn't going to make it that that i wanted it less formal and just a fun place for my family but it, it turned into like well but i really want the best projector and then it's it, it, you know you, you can't insult the projector by not having a good you know screen. surround sound, and, sound. And, sc and screen and screen right so like all this is like i can't go halfway on this and i started realizing i can't go halfway on this and so I just started squirreling away more money and analyzing and researching. Well, at that time, during all of my uh, analysis, and just, I knew I needed help because I knew what I wanted. Psychologically I or? <laughs> oh, way past that. I knew I needed help, but I also needed someone to hold my oh hand. Oh my God. I loved your eyes. Oh, way past that. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah I, I knew like, like multiple things, but I knew I couldn't build this the way I wanted it and really be content unless I had professional help of, of a few different types. <laughs> so, so, um, so, so your I therapist should, suggested. <laughs> yeah. So, so my psychiatrist said, <laughs> after I take my meds, I should right. contact. Uh -huh. Um, so, so, so I contact and I, I don't know, can I, can I name companies? Why not? Can, okay. I don't know. And they're, they're quite no popular, actually. They're, they're actually uh, pretty active 
but their their home base is the DFW Texas Fort Worth area, and that's Dream Media. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay, so yeah, Dream I'm, Media, I'm familiar with them on. Uh, they have YouTube and stuff like that. Right. I watch so, this so stuff all the time. So, so they're they're pretty big on social media, but they were out here. I'm like, oh, okay, so yeah. they're already out here. So, and and they they they're, they they're trying to be more across the country. Like they have lots of affiliates. So kind of there where they used to have a, there used to be just, just DFW. Now, um, kind of their business model now is they have so much, so many good relationships around the country yeah. is they find a local person that will do it. So the main sales guy, his name's Kellen mm-hmm. and I contacted Kellen. He's actually out of Kentucky, but it's kind of irrelevant. You can do so much off, right. uh, you know, just internet and, and, you know, FaceTime calls and and very knowledgeable guy and uh so i said hey here's my setup i sent him a video and we, we kind of looked over the room so he and i kind of told him what i wanted and he told me you know some of the things he was suggesting for the size of room and everything so kellen helped me design the room and then the local local guys that are helping me put it together is btz btz mm-hmm. audio video out of dfw so they're they're doing you know all the all the lighting and Ooh. and all of the integration and putting it together, and uh, so so my my after looking at the room, what the setup is is a nine point four point six. So I have my front wides, I have the four subs, and I have one two three on the Atmos. So nine four six. Nice. I like and the nine so, six. Yeah, I, I'll probably. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm aspiring to something similar myself. That's one of the questions I have for you. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to get to DJ's questions. I talk way too much. My wife warned me. I said I'm getting on a podcast. She says don't talk too much. It. Yeah. It's what are you supposed yeah. to just sit and look pretty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just rolled my eyes and walked out. Oh my God. So it's so, a podcast. No, you're not. Yeah. You're, I mean, this is great. My voice is getting a rest. This is great. I love All it. Right. Keep going. <laughs> So the, 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 the setup is more, it's like an A-frame style okay. of a, of a structure. So if you think a garage with an A-frame above it, you kind of, yeah. you kind of have almost a trapezoid look. Yep. It's not full trapezoid. Cause there is, it's to be like a pentagram. I know what pentagon. you mean. Like you have angles yeah. on the sides. Right. You're probably going the long way. Your screen A-frame. is on the, mm-hmm. on the end. But the, but the, the side, the side walls were really short. So mm-hmm. it was, it was a 26 by 19 by 13 foot ceiling so it was a 26 by 19 but this the the walls the side walls were very short because it's an a-frame yeah yeah so so kellen's like ah acoustically and symmetrically we need to bring the sides in so we're at so the end goal the end product we're trying to get a rectangle right we're trying to make as close to a rectangle as possible so in the end what i have now is a 25 by 17 by 11. So we dropped that peak down yep. to be more rectangular and, and, and we, and we narrowed the room two inches or, or right. sorry, two feet. So it's 17, but it gave taller sidewalls because I needed a place to put my side speakers. So it needed right. to be taller walls. Um, so it's still kind of a trapezoidal, but not yeah, you much. have a slight angle at the tops of your side walls. Right. 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 I don't know if I can screen share or we can wait and do that no. later. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, the only person that could take advantage of that right now would be the green room, but I, I have pictures of screen shares available if you want to go that route, but that could probably just make this thing go longer. Um, so yeah, 25 by 17, 11 foot ceiling. Wonderful. That's, That's great. nice. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people's basements, they just, they can't have that and they are very envious. So I'm right. definitely, 
So the two things, I mean, this is just a dream, right? To have taller ceilings, but it's not attached to my, my house. house. Yeah. And there's, I don't have neighbors close by at all. So yeah. the fact that I, that we can, I can crank this when it's time to crank it, no one's going to know. Like yeah. if they can hear it from the house, I'm probably doing something right. But yeah, I mean, exactly. it's, it's a good distance away. So, yeah. so where you, I, I, you still have to acoustically, you know, you want to keep sound in, you want to try to create sound pressure, you know, pressurize the room. Right. Pressurize the room, keep sound out, you know, right. which you should be okay with that. Keep, keep sound out and not annoy other people, but you also want to, you don't want that beautiful sound to escape either. Right. So definitely I'm, I'm doing, um, acoustical panels. That's, that's huge. So, so in the room, so my equipment, uh, what? <laughs> well, something's changed in the last 48 hours. Oh, really? And I, I'm struggling. I'm <laughs> More struggling. analysis Maybe. coming up. <laughs> right. What are you struggling with? I'm str- okay. So the projector. Is it our conversation we had yesterday? A little bit? Yes. 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 <laughs> I see the smile. Yes. yes. <laughs> because here's the thing. Um, I was going to get the, the JVC 3100. So that's the NZ8. Yeah. How could you want, how could you ever want anything more? Mm-hmm. Well, because a, an NZ9 exists. It's oh, right. <laughs> and I know it's out there and it, it's jealous that I'm not picking it. So, right. so the, so the 3100 has not been delivered to me yet, but I could get the 4100, which is the NZ9. I could get that sooner and quicker because the NZ8, I think is a little more popular because it's, probably more attainable yep. for, 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 for more people. Right. So it's in more demand. So even though I have my name on one, it hasn't been delivered yet, but the 4,100, the NZ nine, I could get very, very soon. <sighs> and it's a little bit brighter. So I'm, I'm thinking I might, I might, I might pull the trigger on the NZ nine. And then I'd have an NZ eight that I would need to sell. Right. Um, because I've already paid for it and I don't want to hurt. Uh, anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to destroy the relationship I've made with the person and say, just give me my money back. Cause it's not their fault that they're in short supply. You should be able coming. to sell that though. Pretty easily. Yes. Except the warranty isn't transferable. Yes. Why? So if I'm willing to, if I'm willing, that's how JVC is. Really? Since the warranty isn't transferable, I would have to take a hit and not sell it for full price. But if someone's waiting for one and it's six months before they can get it, they might forego the warranty and buy it from me. So, so I'm, I know I kind of started out with the, the one dilemma I'm having is do I get the 4,100 if, if I can, if I could have it delivered next week, cause it's sitting there. That's the thing is yeah, I wouldn't be in a light controlled room like you have. I, I wouldn't be as concerned with the brightness cause you're going to be to be honest with you, I think you're going to be dimming that thing way back down anyways. Right. Very possible. Um, they're both super capable of delivering exactly the same, not exactly. I'm sure that I'm sure the nine is going to have, I I don't know. I don't know how it, if you a B it, you could probably tell, but you think, yeah, with, but I've heard some way you can't, (laughs) they're both gorgeous. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely gorgeous. And, and, and the, the only reason, the only reason would be to just literally have it in house quicker, but is that worth that price tag and taking the hit on, on the eight? 
Right. And I don't, I, I, and my, and honestly, my theater's not, no. <laughs> and my theater's not even ready yet. So it's not like we right. have everything ready. Yeah. Could, that would be a good argument. Like, I don't want to wait two or three or four more months if I could have that tomorrow, but my theater's not ready anyway. Your theater's not ready. I would, yeah. yeah I yeah. honestly, I, 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 I don't see the, advantage. I don't know. I, 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 that's a lot of money. And if I agree between the two of them, just, just on yeah. the MSRPs, right. Between right. the two of them, you're looking at what? Almost 10 it's, grand. It, the difference is 10,000, 10,000. 10, and yep. you're going to take a hit selling the other one. So you're probably looking at about a $14,000 difference. Right. I would I, save I that and yeah. upgrade the other piece that you mentioned yesterday and put it towards that. I would honestly well, do that. So, so let, let's run through the rest of the system because everyone wake up, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Wake so up. Here's the, if the fire didn't wake you up, then nobody's so sleeping. Here, so, <laughs> so here's, here, here's my system. I, uh, in NZ eight slash NZ nine, we don't know. Um, and this is going to, you're going to roll your eyes. Cause if I have this, then this is a no brainer. Why would I need the 4,100? I, I have a mad VR envy. So gorgeous, right? Just gorgeous. I, they, they AB tested that a lot at the M wave. I went to the Kansas city event. With, Aren't they uh, gorgeous? It's just amazing. It's ju yeah. Mad AB VR. tested it against what? Just nothing. Pure nothing, first M mad right. VR. They would hook it up to different systems and mm -hmm. blind, blind test, like which looks better. Yeah, um, so you can see, you can see videos on that. Just look up oh, the yeah. wave it's... and they did AB's uh, testing and we didn't know, but you could tell like, oh my goodness. And then they say, okay, that's mad VR hooked up with the JVC or that's mad VR with like mad VR with the hooked up to an Epson. Right. Looked equivalent to a Sony. Right. So uh, a Sony right. 4K. Right, to a high if end. The Epson, yeah. the, the Epson was yeah. a, 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 a folk, a folk, a, a, um, you know, it was uh, um, upscale. Right. But, but with that mad VR, it's magic. It's black magic. It's, it's incredible. It is. So, it so is. I am getting the envy. Um, so, you, you know, with that, you don't really need the 4,100. I get it. Um, so my screen is. I, honestly, I, I, I said it to you yesterday about, well, I didn't say it specifically, but when I was talking about mine, mm -hmm. you barely need the eight. Honestly, oh, with the, yeah, with the, the mad the, VR, the, the eight's NZ, overkill. NZ, the NZ seven with mad VR, you don't need. That I would be in, yeah. that would be in game until until you're ready to until a roll away flat yeah. panel, right? Two hundred right. inches. Well, and that, that's what my guy said. Years. Jim said to me, just and, and I have a two ninety a Sony two ninety five. It's okay. two generations ago mm -hmm. with with the Lumagen, but you have the Lumagen, right? And he's like you're done until we go panels. And I'm like, yeah. well, you know me, I'm not, but yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's like, you're talking like, I'm not saying that I couldn't get slightly better black levels, but you've seen what a mad VR can do. It, it It's amazing what they can do for your black levels. Right. Yeah. Because, because it changes the, it almost like changes the contrast ratio because it enables you to have a brighter image it, because it's tone mapping yep. it in a way yep. that it, it it's, it's, it's hard to describe to people that, yep. that haven't seen it. It and, takes all the information available mm. and enhances it. And it, it maximizes the potential of all of the information from the source, the, the, the movie, right. but also what your projector can do and just dials everything in 
like it, it doesn't do anything digitally. Like, like it doesn't, doesn't do anything fake. Right. It just gives it, yeah. it just maximizes everything. It's incredible. pixel for pixel. It's like literally right. like if this pixel is supposed to be this, it, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we're going to give you the best possible version of that pixel that we right. can do, but it's doing that on every single frame on every single pixel. And it's and like, I'm, it, it's, it's amazing. If you are techie and like really techie, you can get mad VR for free. You just have to have a home theater projector and know how to, or a home a theater computer, a, a PC, a home theater PC, and yeah. you can do it yourself for free, you know, cause they're almost like the beta testers for the right. envy. So, so that exists. So for those out there that right. know how to do all this, you could get that for free. Now there's a lot of things. That's that what they did the shootout on the computer version. The, the, uh, what is at, it? The, the wave. They, um, when they did the shootout, they put it on, I'm pretty sure it was on, uh, the computer version of, uh, mad VR. Well, I saw, I saw a mad VR envy there. Oh, now, maybe there's been a few, this was, might've been a different one, but I know they did one. It was off. They of did the one computer. in Col They did one in Colorado. Okay. And they might've used mad VR there. Yeah. And um, it's, but yeah, it's just, it, it, I mean, you have to have a powerful computer. Sure. Yeah. You'd already have to have one and, and, and know what you're doing. Right. Um, but then of course the mad VR does more than that. Right. So as nonlinear yeah. stretch, uh, which yeah, you I don't take get advantage of some of the stuff, times, yeah. um, it also does some of the things that kaleidoscape does as far as the automation, shutting lights down and powering things up and down yep. for, for a movie. But, yep. uh, so obviously I already, I have kaleidoscape, so that will do a lot of that anyway. Um, screen is a, a Stuart screen. It's a studio tech One Thirty. So great screen. Yep. It's uh, not acoustically transparent. I'm going with towers that are going to be sitting in front of it. Nice. Um, and uh, so I know some, for some people, they're like, dear God, how could you not have a acoustically transparent? Because, you know, it ties in, right? Because it's not the, the sound isn't going to be coming from the center. I get that. Everything's a trade-off. I just wanted, I wanted to maximize the sharpness and brightness right. that the screen can do. Um, and I, and I couldn't get rid of my towers and my towers are gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They look like stormtroopers. Oh, they're shiny, tall and white. And I know you're like, white's not good in a home theater room, but I have black velvet sleeves that I'm going to put over them when it's time to watch the movie because they're going to go on bright. automatically. <laughs> no. Yeah. They're automatic. I'll have my kids do it. Like get, get up there and put put the velvet over the, wow. over the, over the towers. That's so, funny. so my, so my left and rights are, uh, Focal Sopras. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with, no, not with the that. Sopras. So they're, they're tall. Um, they're, they're a tall tower that's meant to be displayed. A lot of times they would just be used for a 2.1 setup or a, or a, a two channel because they're, they're high end audiophile made out of, out of France. Focal's a really good company. Um, they have beryllium tweeters. So the tweeters are radioactive, Ooh. literally. Like they have this warning and they say, if your tweeter breaks, put it in this, put it in this container. With are they the one, are they the twos or the threes? I've seen Focal Sopra two. Yeah. Yeah. Number twos, but number twos and threes look Similar. identical. Yeah. Number one, I think are books. They have the bend at the top. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking yeah. at them right now. The Focal right. so Super I would say 2, they're, white. They're maybe the, almost, they do look like yeah, stormtroopers. They look like stormtroopers, right? So they oh, have like a little gorgeous. black at the neck. 
Yeah. So they're gorgeous. Yes. So, so yeah. So they're gorgeous. So that's my left and right. Uh, and then the others, everything's in wall. And Focal also has uh, their, they have a new line called 1000. And 1000 is, is dialed in and the same cones, the same, uh, I don't know if timber is the right word. They're, the 1000 in walls are made, are kind of the in wall equivalent to Sopra's. Yeah. They're the closest in wall you can get to match the Sopra's. And so it has very good, you know, when it goes around the room, so everything's dialed in. Like it, it, they, they, it's all the same family. Right, right, right. I guess. Yeah, you're, so, same tonal quality. So, yes. you know, yes. the walk around the room sounds yes. uh, identical, right? right? The voice so, never really So the, the center, the front wides, the surrounds, the rears, and the Atmos are all the Focal 1000. So it all matches. It all be very pretty and, and go together. And then I don't, are you, are you familiar with the company JTR No speakers? Okay. So, so I would say they're almost like boutique yep. because they're, they're, it's a guy out of Wisconsin. His name's Jeff. He's, he's actually, if you could look, youth man has it. If you go to Avery Nirvana, well, actually, if you go to the JTR website, there's a write-up, there's a, there's a link for a write-up and that's an Avery Nirvana write-up of this company um jtr okay and they're out of wisconsin and he was just like yeah i'm looking at them right now yeah so they have all uh, very high-end speakers and it was just him wanting the best type of speaker so he started his own business and that's you know very summarized version so my my subs they have a um what do you call it an integrator line that aren't jtrs but it's rtj and so so RTJ is their integrator line. Um, and so I have four 18-inch subs that are RTJs. Um, so it's the same company, but it's just the integrator line. Yep. And uh, so 18, four 18-inch subs, two, I'll put two in the front, two in the back. I was only going to go with two. That's plenty big enough for a 26 by 17 room. Yeah. I would have been fine. But what made me nervous was I'm sitting... I'm sitting almost in the middle of the room yeah. and there's certain, and, and again, I don't want to sound like I am high end level technical. I'm sure you can tell by this point I'm not, but <laughs> I know enough to know there's, there's room, room modes and nulls mm. that happen right in the middle of a room, right at that 12, 13 foot mark. And there's a big null in there and you can avoid some of that. And, and, and we're talking about, we're talking about low frequencies that will penetrate brick walls. There's nothing you can acoustically, a lot of that you can't fix unless you have subs in the front and the back that are level matched and uh, time matched. So that will, we hope help. And the more, the more subs you can throw into the room, it's just going to move air better. It doesn't mean I'm going to just blow everyone out of their seats, but it's going to, it's going to move more air and it's going to make fours always going to help or the more subs you have, the less hard every individual sub has to work. Has to work, right? right. And you get a more consistent uh, frequency sure. response around the room as well, right? So, yeah. so I'm going with the four over over the two, which is the the original design. Um, so, are you going course, in four in each one in each corner? Are you centering on each wall, or they'll you, be in a little bit that they'll be on the inside of the towers inside of the left and right. Okay. And they will be on Front the, and, rear. and then the rear ones will be up on the riser. So I have some isolating pads. Yep. 
um, to, to put up there. So, you know, so my, even though my riser is full of, uh, of insulation really pushed down. So it has a full, uh, it's, it's full, it's dead, uh, not rock yeah. wool, but, but insulation. So there shouldn't be much vibration, but on top of that, I'm putting some sub, I think it's called audio lux. I think audio okay. lux is the company of some su sound isolation that you put subs on top of. So I have that for, for the backs. Um, and then for my processor, I have a trend off. Nice. Yes. So well, to run 16. the, yeah, run a nine, four, six. Mm, you're going to need yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's beefy, man. It's gorgeous. So, so you I got the, the 16. Altitude. I have the 16. Yeah. The that's what I'm looking at. That's my, I'm aspiring to that. You're, you're talking about other than the speakers, which I don't think I could ever get those. Um, you're, you're in my wheelhouse right now. I mean, yeah. I'm loving yeah. this. Well, and see, I didn't know anything about Trenoff as I, as oh, I really? researched all this, like I, I, I had to teach myself like separates. I, I always heard separate. What are separates? So I, I just had to teach myself. No one else. Who's right. gonna, yep. No one I got to call up and say, teach me. So I didn't know anything <laughs> about all this. So I learned about separates and the processor. So, and I, I'm like, okay, Marantz is really good. Denon's really good. I didn't know. Yep. And then, so, but Kellen, Kellen from Dream Media held my hand and he go, John, this room, and you want, and then because Trinov, their microphone, I'm sure you've seen it. So the, oh, yeah, yeah. Think of the name of it, the, the room correction microphone. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah. It's, it looks like a alien gun. I know. It, Did right. you hear so, my podcast with, um, Brett Bjorkquist? I did. That was one of the first ones I ever heard. Okay. So yeah, did you, the, he's been on three times. I think, okay. I can't remember Probably which one was he the second was or the last one when he talked about like, he wants the turn off because he wants that microphone and that's crazy. It. Right. Right. And he was like, the, we were, we were laughing because I'm like, that's why you get a turn off, you know, yes. but it is, it well, is, it's I mean, got like, watch, um, multiple heads on it. So it's reading from all around right? you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, I mean, it's incredible. And the turn off system, the turn off out the altitude, it's a Linux system. It's proprietary. Mm. They don't have to wait for the, and uh, John with Trinoff, find a, find a YouTube, I'm always saying YouTube. I don't work for YouTube, but when, <laughs> I mean, you go to John who works for Trinoff and he breaks it down. I mean, other companies, not bad companies, we're talking about all the name brands. They have to wait for the chips and the permissions for all of the proprietary right. stuff for for, uh, you know, from Dolby and from Aura 3D and all of that. Trinoff doesn't have, however it works, they, they make their own chipset. So they don't have to wait for the other companies that are, that mass produce that, those chipsets, they make their own because it's right. a Linux system. And so it, they, they can dial stuff in the, the ability for, for the room to, to be in that bubble is unmatched. Yeah. Trinoff just is it's just gorgeous now of course all i have to go by this is people saying i don't have it yet right right right, so right. it's like how do you know you don't even have your room yet i don't know because i listen to people that know what they're doing and i go to mwave and i know people that have it and they were just like there's nothing like it right so anyway so i have so i have the altitude 16 um are you familiar with audio control for um receivers i'm sorry for um for for for, for amplifiers audio uh control? audio control it sounds familiar uh, let me... I, again, I wasn't, but then people in the industry, they're like, oh, audio control, really good. So I have all my amps are audio control. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have the blue line. I just looked them up. Right. Yeah. They're, I they're know actually, them. they're, yep. they're really pretty. Yeah. Um, so I have, 
a few different amplifiers um, for for to to power everything. Yep. Um, so what else? So I have my Kaleidoscape. I'm very excited about Kaleidoscape. I've watched every video that ever exists on YouTube about Kaleidoscape. Even though I kind of I could almost be a rep for them at this point because I know. I mean, I don't really know so much, but I know so much about it now. But uh, but have you experienced? I, but I still it watch yet? every. Uh, only on, in demo rooms, like at M Wave, yeah. and and there's some uh, um, theater uh, uh, showrooms around yeah. here. So only in that environment. Yeah, it's. But not I still the watch same. all the videos. Yeah, it's not the same as when it's yours. Yeah, yeah. It's because I did the same thing, and it's like for years I was like I, I've been through all the iterations in uh -huh. demo rooms, and until it's in yours, you're like, <gasps> and it, it and I couldn't. I could wait. I, I, I didn't, I can't say I took my time, but as you populate it with more and more movies, it becomes even more apparent on how mm -hmm. powerful it is because and you know what? It just, it flies through them. Right. And it was actually easy to get my wife to buy into that, even though I knew really? I was already going to get it. It was probably already in my garage, but she said, are we going to have stacks and stacks of, blu-rays and dvds and shelves everywhere yeah and that's a good point I, I, I make it sound like she's a tyrant she's not but she doesn't want to see a bunch of stuff i go through your equipment i want that tyrant right <laughs> she can't and i just tyrant. smiled and i looked at her and goes honey you're not gonna see a dvd or blu-ray anywhere ever she's like, again she's like how are you gonna do that because she knows i didn't want to stream she i've told her enough to know streaming is i mean everyone streams but you know right. for your main listening and i so she goes, how are you going to do that? So I explained to her and she was like, that sounds awesome because it's so organized. It's so clean. Right. There's people out there that are arguing, why is it so expensive? Or, or what, you know, why, you know, first of all, it, it takes a lot of money to get the mezzanine file from these, from yeah, studios. Get the they rights. have to make, yeah. they have to make their money, but it's just, you know, it, you know, is it really better than, than disc? Well, some could argue, you know, that, that because they're not limited, there are, files that are larger than the discs but does that right. mean it's actually better probably maybe a little but unless you're going to do a, a strict a b are you ever going to be able to tell no but it's the convenience it's clean it's right. the user interface it's the entire it's just, system it's, it's not gorgeous. just one thing there's it's gorgeous yes it's and that's what that's what i've tried to get across it's not like you can pick on like are there discs that are, have dtsx instead of the dts 5.1 yes is it, go get the disc too. Is, exactly. Jeez. If that's what, you, but you know what I've found is after doing a bunch of ABs, is the DTSX slightly better? Very slightly. Like I, I always use the Borns, like the entire Born series, and is in DTSX. So you have that on disc. Yes. So you but I also DTSX. have it on Kaleidoscape. And so Kaleidoscape, what's it in? Like just a seven one or five one? Is it? Yep. DTS okay, five, five one. one. And okay. I. I like the chase scene in the first one, I mm -hmm. AB that back and forth. I AB there's parts of the movie. You can't tell the difference, right? Because there's not much going, it's just dialogue. Right. Mm -hmm. But you get to that action chase scene and there's in the DTSX, there's slightly more depth to the base and you, you feel a little bit more of that rumble. So I have a question. So having someone that actually has a system instead of talking theory, cause I'm just talking theory. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, but I've, I've, I've been to a few home theaters, but so DTX pro, uh, yeah. uh, DTS X, if you, if you, if you look at their, 
how they recommend that you configure your speakers and oral 3d yeah they have their setup you know there's there's diagrams right just right, like right, dolby right, right. just like dolby atmos has so most of us especially in the united states that have atmos are set up for atmos right and not many but there are some my goodness there's some that have all three setups in the same room and they just right. switch not to many. different ones right but so you have an atmos setup are you lacking when you watch that when when you listen to something in a dtsx because it's not set no. up Okay. No, a DTS DTSX and Atmos run similar setups. Okay. Pro right. enables fire. I don't have Pro. Maybe I have Pro now on the Marantz. But okay. what Pro can do is it can actually move and uh, use your uh, front heights, where Atmos okay. doesn't have that capability. But that's mm -hmm. an up conversion type thing because I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if people have produced any content that right, takes the content. The content's not there to motivate enough people to do it. And right. I know Oral 3D has that voice of God. So you, if you wanted the most dialed in Oral right. 3D, but then, but then what? You have to order Twister from Germany or whatever. Yeah, I have that. Yeah. The content's just not there. Right. There's, it, it, there's not enough but content it, there. But the idea around the object-based is, even, even for instance with the Atmos, the idea is, here's so there's two sides of it. There's the the producer side, right? The, so the sound designer now sits in a room and instead of analyzing, how do I get this sound to sound like it comes from in between these two speakers? So I have to balance these two speakers. I need mm -hmm. to have the right amount of sound coming from this one and the right amount of sound. Instead of doing all that, it's all just on a, a computer and he just moves the dot and goes, I want the sound to sound like it's coming from right here. And the, the codec or the program, I should say, does all of that. Okay. Now, now that it's been encoded in an Atmos codec, when it gets to your receiver, the Atmos receiver or processor, I should say, will now encode that to the amount of speakers that it's capable of doing. All right. So say, so for your, for instance, your Trinov, you're going to have, it's going to, they don't encode it to say, this is a nine point a 9.4.6 channel encoding it's an atmos encoding so what it's going what an atmos encoding will do is it'll take that and you'll utilize all the speakers available to it to pinpoint that sound exactly where the sound designer wanted it in right. your system they're going to use a 9.4.6 all it's going to utilize all the speakers to pinpoint that in my system it's going to use the 7.2.4 you know, mm -hmm. and pinpoint that sound to that area. Do you see what I mean? So it's not like, sure. whereas when you're using a 5.1 system, that's what it's doing. Anything more than that in your set, we're up converting, right? Mm -hmm. This is already so taken care of. if you have something of. that's only in a 5.1, that's when you, you want to all... Most time you, you then you up mix. That's when you up mix to Neural X. Yeah, I use I pretty much strictly use Neural X to up mix all just, my stuff. That takes this that, that, and that just takes the the five point one and throws it equally into the Atmos. So it you are getting more of a bubble immersive. You're getting effect. more of it. It's basically using the the object based processor that the receiver Pre Pro has, and it's taking that five point one and it's 
utilizing it in a, an object-based way. And it's sending the sounds appropriately to the overheads that should be at the overheads. And you know what I mean? So, uh, Todd and I had this conversation. I don't think it was recorded. I think we had it off the air where we were, we thought it was interesting that all these older movies that are coming out with an Atmos, is it what's, what's better now? So say uh, Twister, say we finally release it here in Atmos. Mm -hmm. Are they taking that same 5.1 signal and turning it into an Atmos? Is that better than us taking a 5.1 signal and neural Xing it and up mixing it in a certain, you know what I mean? Like it could be apples to apples. It's either they process it for you or your neural X processes it in that way, unless they do a complete remaster, which is where they actually take that sound. They take all the tracks individually. And now, which I believe they did on Lord of the Rings and they remaster the entire thing. I'm sure there's, there's shortcuts that they can take where like, we're going to call this Atmos and just put it in a container. And it's basically saying just like what we already have. And you know what, that's up to the sound mixer to how, how much they want to respect the consumer, us, right, and the movie to do it right. Yeah. And it kills me. It kills me. How many, well, if the demand was there, they'd do it. Because then they'd spend the money and the right. resources and the labor to do it. To mix some of these movies, it's a travesty that some of these aren't mixed correctly. Right. And, 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 and maximizing the potential of Atmos. It's, it's sad. Well, it, yeah, it is. I mean, but like you said, the demand amazing. isn't there. It's just, the demand isn't there. It's just because it, not everyone, it, right. It makes you, and that to me, that's what makes me know everyone appreciate when it is done well. Yeah. The people that yeah. take it and do it well, and they're all, they're doing it for, they're doing it for us, a small percentage of the population that can actually take advantage of it. You know, right. I, I've had the debates on social media that where a couple of weeks ago, people saying that streaming was better than physical media. Yeah. And when I you have a sound bar or use your TV. Right. TV but these speakers, but you have to, and now I'm not, I'm not, I'm not upset with them because I think 95 to 98% of the population streaming is better for them. It, they, they're getting that convenience of say a kaleidoscape. Mm-hmm. They're getting they're getting all of that, but they don't have a system that's able to actually see the difference yep. where I, yep. where I have, um, an issue and why I like to respond to some of these people is they tell you, no, there is no difference. And it's like, instead of saying there is no difference, they should be saying, okay, I don't see the difference but I understand that there could be, you know, I don't, I have the capability, but they don't want to say there. No, there's no no difference because they don't want to, it like that means that they'd have to go and find a way to take advantage of that. And they don't want to do that. So they just choose to be ignorant and ignore it and say, no, it doesn't exist. It's like, no, it's there. I think that's a problem we're having with this whole country, DJ. People not admitting <laughs> anyone's right. They're, they're right. And everyone else is wrong. Right. Right. It's like, well, that's, yeah. that's the same with any, yeah. any argument people have, it's usually like, try to see the other person's yeah. side. And I always yeah. try to take do some that. of these people to Kansas city and have them look at it. Right. You know, 
like well like you said with the mad vr you see it in person and you're like holy crap it's it's not even a blind test i mean you could have it in two different rooms and be like Mm -hmm. you tell me go in this room here in this room here identical projector identical screen which one has the mad vr you're gonna know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like yeah and 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 to go back on that i mean if you watch the youtube videos most people your listeners know you still aren't seeing what you see live you're seeing youtube compressed it's degraded on your on your computer monitor you're not really seeing what's there right you're getting a representation of it yeah yeah, if you will not be if if you have the funds to get a lumigen or a mad vr you will not be sorry they are incredible Uh, with a projector though i did have you yeah no you if Oh yeah, if you have an OLED, you don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. Yeah, you don't, you need, don't need that. You're good. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It, I have heard people say that they'll they use them on that uh, lumigens and to to pull a little bit more out of it. But mm-hmm. I, I honestly I don't see the advantage to it because I, like I said, once I got my lumigen, I was like, now I can now I don't mind having. A, I, I'm actually in the market of getting an OLED. I didn't want one in my house because I didn't want to watch an OLED TV in my living room and then go downstairs into my theater and be like, eh, okay, it's a degree, you know, a, a, a step down in quality, but look at the size, right? Sure. But now, I, I mean, I, I know what an OLED looks like. I've seen OLEDs and it's like, it's, I've seen them well-tuned and I'm like, this, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have the deepest blacks, but then again, a, a screen won't have it. There, the advantage is I'm getting a good black level, but I'm getting a giant size and all that detail in between is still there. Yeah. And that's something like, you know, a mad VR or a Lumigen. It just, that's, it helps you pull the most out of your projector. And it's, it's incomparable in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, OLED is definitely the way to go. If, if you want the best visual experience and it is very important to you visually to have the deepest blacks, and the most rich color, then yeah. get the biggest OLED you can't call it a day. Don't worry about the headache of a screen and and a projector and all the craziness that goes yeah. in with that. And just get the I mean, I'm kind of partial to to the Sony's, but and I and I know there's some other companies that have larger OLEDs right now and that they're they're pricey, right? Like in with eighty five yeah. inch, eighty eight inch. That that's that's ridiculous money. Wait a year or two, but <laughs> there's me again waiting waiting yeah but, um, <laughs> but the the oleds is perfect and that's what because a few people now they know what i'm doing so i'm like their local expert i'm like please yeah i haven't seen YouTube it videos. yet <laughs> yeah watch a couple youtube videos and you'll know what i know but i say hey and I, I i have that conversation like do you want massive immersiveness or do you just want an unbelievable picture then go get yourself a sony oled call it a day and yeah. then you know get an awesome 5.1 system You'll be fine. Oh yeah, I have. So I have two friends, probably my two closest friends in the area. We all have them. <laughs> One of them, all of his speakers in oh, his living room, all the speakers are in the ceiling. Oh yeah. And I just like, I'll, I'll, hey, hey, you want to come over and watch a movie? I'm like, sure. You know, I'll go over there and like an explode. You know, I don't know a bird or an explosion or audio. You know, vo- uh, dialogue. And I look up at the ceiling because that's where the person yelled from but they're right in front of me uh, i don't know how, he just doesn't care no. and so and that's fine like if he was trying to hype it up 
I'd probably have to say something, but he yeah. doesn't care. I so only like, say something thanks for inviting me over. If they say, what do you think? And, and, well, and then they grill you. With, you really want to know what exactly. <laughs> well, I try not to blows. say that because then they go, well, <laughs> that's not good. Right. <laughs> but they'll be like, yeah. they'll ask you over and be like, I got this new home theater system, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and be like, what do you think? This is really nice. If they say no, really be like, so, well, there's not much you can do about it now, but <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, so this, so I have an, this other friend, he, they just, he just had his house built and, you know, so you're working in, and it's in like a, you know, subdivision. So, you know, the, the builders installed everything like this is going to be your media room and, and there's two windows in it. Is yeah. it really going to be a media room? You put windows in my media room. So we'll start with that. But then. So I asked him, I said, so it's all, it's all wired. It's all wired, ready to go. And he's like, yeah. And I said, well, what's it wired for? Does he have Atmos? I don't know. Like the holes aren't there. It's just the, the wire, the speaker wires up there ready whenever he's ready to drill holes. I'm like, so does it have Atmos? I don't know. Is it a 5.1, 7.1? I don't know. I'm like, okay, you need to find out. I'm like, do you have holes in your walls? No, they're all in the ceiling. I'm like, what you need to do is you need to get up in your attic and see if right. there's enough there's enough slack if they left you enough slack so you can at least take the sides and the rears. I think it's just a 5.1. So your surrounds down the sides of your walls. And I think, I think you can splice speaker. Oh yeah. You can speaker yeah. wire. Oh yeah. I mean, you, there's maybe a little signal loss, but come on. No, not at all. No, no. no. Okay. So see if there's enough slack or, or, or th think about adding it, get those speakers to your ear level yeah. by God. Cause he doesn't have anything yet. He's ready to put something in. So I'm kind of helping him through that because yeah, the, you know, the builders of the house are going to put um in a media room dedicated for this. They have all the speakers in the ceiling, the fronts, the center. Yeah. That's, that's so, it's so insulting. Like, it, well, it's so ridiculous that, that the builder would do that. Oh, right. It, but that's the thing is it depends on what they the want person it to be wants. They want they, it to be clean. They want it to be, it, they want it, that stealth look and they yeah. want it to be, which is fine. That's usually that the first the thing room, I'm like, not oh, a I dedicated love... media room. Yeah. It depends on what the, I get it in the living room. I get yeah. it in the living room. I understand. Right. I would go in a dedicated room I, and you want stealth. I'd go in walls. Sure. And, sure. and there's a lot of people that would say that's a compromise. Cause you sure. need to have your speakers out and, and I'm not that person. I mean, the in walls systems they have now are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's I, come I a long way. It helps to have them if they have a back on them. I know that's not the right word, but a, an enclosed. Yeah. Cause, cause some in walls don't have some, right. some are just open and, and the, they use the, the studs, right. As, yeah. as the, um, so, right. so if they're enclosed, it's going to be better. I would recommend, and I don't have, um, I don't, I don't have them. So it's not, but, triads make yeah great in wall so listeners out there if you're kind of at a stage i am if you're looking for a great in wall they have bronze silver and gold levels of in walls but that's what they're known for so yeah. most people would be plenty satisfied with a, a triad oh, yeah. in wall yeah yeah it's... And, and they're not they're not that expensive relatively compared to a lot of things a lot of speakers out there yeah when, see, satisfied. when I, when I'm designing like the design I have going on in my head right now, it's, I'm going to have like a room within a room 
and then that room on the outside, I'm like, I want my stuff to be in wall, but, but you can get to it on the backside. I'm exactly. I'm designing it in a way that I could use a, a rel like a regular speaker mm -hmm. and not compromise it at all. But you, it's, uh, it seems like it's in a wall because the wall is there. It's going to be speaker right. cloth from ceiling to yep. floor, yep. but I'll have panels of that where I want my speakers to be. And you can get to it from the backside, but that's still a room within a room, keeping it soundproofed mm -hmm. from the rest of the house. That's awesome. But that's something that you can do if you're designing like ground floor and yep. you're doing it yourself i mean of course you could do that if you paid somebody they would do it for you but mm -hmm. um but in my like i'm literally like going to be pouring a foundation with this in mind right yeah so if that's i can cool. if that can work out if that's the route i go that's what i would really want to do um because then that gives me the flexibility in the future to be like oh i want to put a speaker here i want to go to nine speakers i can cut out a piece of wall build that in and boom 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 and still be able to get to the backside and walk around the outside of my room, still inside that room and be able to run speaker wire and do all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. As opposed to somebody like yourself or Steve George, where you're having it built. It's like, that's not, you can just one and done and you just sit down and enjoy it. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, the, I, and, my, and my structure's already there. So I still had right. to work with the dynamics of what the room already is even though i did kind of change some some walls out but right yeah i mean i still had where you're you're able to start from scratch if you're if you're taking you're taking notes of of, of ideas for your uh for, for your theater uh your your future theater look at dmf lighting you might already know what that is nope so david mary frank dmf they are uh rated guaranteed to have dimming capability down to 1%. So if you, if you walked into any one, any, think about dimming, right? It, it like, it gets down to like 15%, any lower yeah. it'll flicker. It just, it can't handle it. It can't handle low, like, like 1% increments. So yeah. 100 to 1% increments. So it's very tuned. And to get down to one, like 1% is, is you're not going to find many that can. Well, this is guaranteed. If right. you have it, I, I, if you have it done by an installer, they, yeah, the LEDs, sort of, it's an yep. LED light. It, yep. And if you, if you do it by a certified installer, they guarantee it because it's, it's like they train them, right? I guess right. is they will, um, they guarantee it. And if it doesn't hit that 1% increment at a time, uh, then get a new bulb. I, I think if you do it yourself, you, you might lose that right. promise, that guarantee. Um, but so that's what I'm using in mine just so you can just, you can dial it to exactly what you want or if you want, and there are different zones. So my back, I have four different can light and they're just can lights. Yeah. Uh, so if I want the back to stay just at like, like 3%, depending if, if, if I have people in there, however you want it to fade down. But so, uh, I was lucky to find those cause I found those just a few weeks ago because oh. I was just going to put in cans with dimmers. But right. I knew from my house when I had just had it rebuilt, I have, everything's, you know, all my can lights are LED throughout my whole house, but they don't have, you know, 1% incremental. Yeah. And I, and I know when I get down to like that 10%, they will kind of flicker. Like they don't like that. They don't like right, that, right. that fine tuned, but so they're, they're made for it. So I'm excited to get those installed and they're just regular cans and they can, they can adjust. They have all different types of, uh, uh, it's kind of, you got this universal can, but there's lots of different things that can go in at the actual 
inside the housing different mm-hmm. if you want it to to tilt or just you know have a different be- beam widths beam yeah. widths so so it's a really cool company and they have lots of options so i'm getting those in there so that'll be good and it's all being controlled by i was just going to um, ask that what are well, you controlling your room with you know what it's a company that's been around longer than most of them and i didn't even know about it but it's what uh btz is familiar with and they're very good at it is uh or they're very familiar with this um control system but it's it's called urc ultimate universal remote control urc but they're they they predate control four and crestron and savant and it's called urc yeah and the same thing they have a they have a, a panel they have a good app they 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 have a partnership with all the different companies have you heard of them uh i don't know i don't think i've heard of them i i, I hadn't heard of them i was like can they integrate with the kaleidoscape absolutely they have all of that and oh nice I, so i talked to a kaleidoscape rep because urc well I, I i wasn't sure but when i went to mwave there was a kaleidoscape uh rep there okay so um and i asked him i said okay so i'm getting urc because to me not knowing it it's been around forever so they have all the they have all the uh relationships with the different companies yep. like do you have you heard of urc and he's like oh yeah no we yeah we do urc that's absolutely that's one of the best companies so it's kind of like the one you don't hear about i guess because it's been around longer and it's not as maybe sexy as control four or right or savant but they've been around long enough to have all the relationships and i'm sure there's some the user interface looks very simple yeah um i think it's a my, my house has my house has control four and it's not hard um right. but you have to have an Either way, I have to have an integrator do it, um, unless you already know how to do that stuff. Yeah. But it looks as good, or in my opinion, maybe even a little bit easier user interface than Control 4. Really? But they're both great. Yeah. So, but I think it, I, I want to say it's probably a little bit cheaper. And I was fine with that. It's not in the main house where the house has to just be locked in and right. be stellar. Well, even that, the, the, that's the, what I'm, it, it's, it's fine. Like Control 4 is expensive. Because mm-hmm. you can do the whole house with it and you can, mm-hmm. I mean, most, all of these, you can run your whole house with it. That's sure. the idea of it. Um, but like, I, I just want to get it. I'll start in my theater and th- there was one that's right out. It's Massachusetts based too. I can't remember the name of it. Uh-huh. Um, they, they've been around a while too. And, uh, natural sound, the plate, the place I've been going to for years there. They made their own interactive user interface system well it's it's what's i can't remember the name of it brett knows it brett actually brett bjorkwist he actually did the he's a control four. he took the um some he got trained for it Mm -hmm. because he wanted to be able to you know install his and and be able to so he talked to me about that one but he he knows all these i bet you he knows urc as well oh yeah anyone i'm sure most of your listeners like of course i know yeah i've i hadn't heard of it i yeah. I kind of, I haven't really, I'm, I've got my harmony and blah, blah, blah. And that's where I've been in that wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. But since getting the Kaleidoscape, of course, I've been looking into it because I do want to have that integration where you just push a button. Especially for the family. Like two, push yeah, yeah. two buttons on the control panel that's on, you know, mounted on the wall, push two buttons, watch your movie. Yeah. You know, and that, so it, to make it easy on them. Well, did you that see that easy. Josh AI thing now that they're doing? I've heard of that. I haven't looked into it. Oh my God. It's, it, uh, I, I, not sure it's a hundred percent there right now. It looks it, 
but I'm mm. sure there's going to be some bugs and stuff. But it's uh, is it like the next Alexa or basically it's like a higher end like Alexa Echo. version. Like you'll go mm. and say Josh, and it's like you say Josh, so it's like Josh. You and it's for home integration. Like you'll go in, and yeah. it'll work with all of these systems. And you go in, mm -hmm. there's a little puck on your wall. You put one in each room, and you walk in, and it knows just because of the puck that it, you're closest to. Be like Josh, turn the lights on. And the lights in that room will go on. You don't say what room or anything, stuff like that. But you'll be like, Josh, uh, you could be anywhere in the house. Josh, uh, start up the theater. The theater will start up or whatever. It but sounds then, like it sounds like a horror movie. It sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then at the end, it, like <laughs> at the end, coming. when you're in the theater, be like, play. You, like you're in your theater, and you're just saying, Josh, play. Uh, braveheart josh will pull up the best version of braveheart that you own now that could be hmm. on your kaleidoscape if you don't own it on your kaleidoscape it'll find it on the best streaming service that you have available that hmm. josh can access i think um i don't think it's integratable with apple yet okay josh ai but right. it's integratable with your smart television so like if you're sitting in front of your smart TV, like your smart TV, Sony or whatever, and you sit and you're in your living room and it's like, Josh, put on the nightly news. It'll just turn on the TV and put on that nightly news. And you say, Josh, uh, put on, um, again, put on Braveheart. It'll find Braveheart on your streaming services and just put it on your TV. It's wow. insane. We're all going to become those, uh, those people from Wally. Yeah. You know, this, <laughs> these fat They'd never move their body because I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't See, I don't yeah. like voice commanding because I don't use it that much. I don't. I I I shut it off. I don't like it. Uh -huh. But I, at the same time, and I've always said this: we have two kids in the house with this and that. It's like I don't want the whole family, four people living, four adults living in this house. I don't want everybody running around. Put on this, do this, or hey, sure. you know, hey, hey, yeah. lady, do this or do that. I'm like, no, I like. I don't yeah. want to be downstairs in my theater. Go, Not that one. Put this right. on, you know, whatever. So I, would, I, I like use, buttons. We, so we have a bunch of echoes. I'll say echo in case, you know, yeah. 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 Are, but so we have a bunch of echoes because our house is a good size and we 95% of it, we use it as a uh, intercom. System. Intercom. Yeah. Yeah. Just Alexa, uh, make, make an announcement. Hey lady. And then, yeah. And, and it will, you know, obviously. And then, so you can say whatever and the drop in feature. So I like, I like it for that. And then my kids might use it as a timer once in a while. Yeah. Cooking some food. But, uh, so it is convenient, but it's definitely not integrated into a lot of things or the control for, like, yeah. I am not maximizing the potential of all that. And I could, but I'm like, eh, yeah. you know, I just don't want to set that up too much, but the home theater, I want like that. So it's, so they feel, com my family feels comfortable if I'm at home that they can watch something and it just be, easy for them and they don't yeah because i want them to use it especially my wife so you know if she's like you're gone and i couldn't use it and i wanted to watch something again I, she's not a tyrant she doesn't sound like that but i want it to be easy for her so she can get her experience in there and feels and so she's empowered to use it and not intimidated right so, you know urc or even with uh you know the echo it'll have all the integration that i'm hoping and kaleidoscape is pretty good at that too so between all of the automated systems, it should be pretty easy to go in there, say a couple words or push one or two buttons and you're in and good. Yeah. So that's the goal. 
Yeah, that's not, you know, I knew when I was getting the Kaleidoscape, I wanted to be able to take advantage of all that someday. You know, I, I don't think I'll ever have a room where the, it's going to close drapes because uh, I would hope to have a windowless theater. And right. But um, but yeah, being able to dim, hit play and it dims the lights and then turns. My, what I really like is it dims them as the movie starts. Yes. Just and like then the when the movie theater. ends, it'll bring them back up at the appropriate time. And say for a Marvel movie where there's, uh, end credit scene, it'll mm-hmm. redim them again for the end credit, which I think is Same. just kidding. Get yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's cool. I always fast forward anyways, but now it's when I get there, it's going to dim it for me. It's just, uh, was it, was it your podcast that did like a, like a behind the scenes with one of the kaleidoscape guys? And it talked about the programmers that do that, that sit there and watch all the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's you Luke. Had, you had, that's Luke's yeah. team that puts so in all that amazing. information fascinating because isn't it yeah all that doesn't happen without a group of people watching the movie and time coding it out i mean that's impressive isn't it those are those are enthusiasts those are those are people that love their job right and they just they get all this stuff either if they're making their scripts right or whatever they have to do all that metadata i know for so many movies that's that's their job that's not all they do but right and, yeah. and yeah, to make it, nope, we got to bring the lights back down. Now we got to bring them back up. It's, it's awesome. But I'm like, wow, it's, it, you gain more respect for this is why it costs so much money. They have to pay all these people to have this amazing system. I mean, to you create an experience. That. Right. And they have to, I mean, I, I didn't get to ask Luke this maybe someday, but I, it's, I remember when I was a kid, an aspiring artist, who did you want to work for? in the seventies and the eighties Disney. You wanted to go to work as an animator and, and like work for Disney and stuff and be like, I'm going to, because back then Pixar didn't exist. None of that existed. It was all, you know, but I knew my, I knew my drawing. I I was horrible at drawing. So I knew cried away. I wasn't going to work for Disney, but yeah. Oh yeah. But I, but that was what you wanted to do. But the ugly secret was they'd hire anybody and you just sat in a room and like, you were the, you colored in these areas and yeah, that was you it. Drew fingernails. it was like, you just drew the fingernails. Exactly. That was, <laughs> it, it was, it was labor work and that was it. It was like, all right. And then you work your way up. And I, I got to imagine there's a degree of that as well, where mm-hmm. like, all right, where are the home theater people now they have to have a home theater passion, but I'm sure they aspire to they, be a programmer or something. And now here, this is what we're going to write code for this or whatever, but you're right they have to have that home theater. Everybody has to have that home theater passion. Otherwise those flags aren't going to be in the right places, but they, they have so, to have a sense of when we want that to do what it's supposed to do. Right. But all the administrative people there at Kaleidoscape, they love movies. Yeah. yeah. They oh, yeah. really like it. They listen to us, um, us, they listen to their customers. You can right. really see that because you know, they, they, they don't have to be in that Kaleidoscape forum. It's not theirs. It's not an official forum for Kaleidoscape. I, no. don't, I don't know who runs that. Yeah. But the they're the in user there. group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But they're in there and that says something and they right. listen and you can tell when there's upgrades or enhancements or users pick out like Luke told, you know, there's things that user that, that the, that the viewers will find like, Hey, there's a mistake here and they, Oh, thank you. Let me, let's go look at that. So, yeah. They don't, they don't have to do that. They want to do that. And they love movies 
probably as much as we do. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, you heard, well, I, I, I talked to Luke about it. The one that Nelson told me about, and this was before I got mine, but he had just got his Nelson's been on the podcast and almost two years ago, I think when he got his and he found that mistake in star Wars, a new hope. Mm, and it was a, a chroma thing or something or whatever right. with the uh, right at the opening scene. And, uh-huh. and he, he contacted them, he emailed them pictures and he blah, 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 blah. And they went in and then you hear Luke tell the story from their side. He goes, yeah. He goes, we went in, they contacted the studio. So a guy like Nelson, who's living in New Jersey at the time, mm-hmm. just has a home theater like us. And it really went all the nice way one. to Fox corporate, exactly. all the way to Lucasfilms or where. Yeah. Like or what whoever, the yeah. hell? Because of that, they're like, can we do this? But, 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 okay. And they got a new, and they, and, and what was funny is I know the story from Nelson's side. It was, it was, I, I want to say two, three weeks. And he's like, DJ, it's fixed. I was like, are you kidding me? He's like, nope, they fixed it. And Nelson was like, DJ, hold off on your Kaleidoscape dreams. He's like, because he was even a little bit worried about it. Hmm. He was like, and I'm like, and I tried to talk him off the fence because I'm like, calm down. Nobody in the world other than you would probably even be able to see that because Uh you, he, he had a Zipidi or still does. He has a Zipidi. He had a, just got his Kaleidoscape. He's seen every iteration, disc, VHS, or whatever of this movie. Of, of that, yeah. To be able to even see that, to notice it, and be like, wait a minute, that's not right. So then he went back and put the disc, the 4K disc in. He put the Zipidi on. He did all this. He goes, it's nowhere uh-huh. but right there. So he knew that was something wrong. But I'm like, he goes, what else out there isn't right? I'm like, Nelson, what else are you going to be able to notice that isn't right? Nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, you don't know the back of your hand as well as you know that scene. Yeah. That was an anomaly. Right. You know? yeah. I- exactly. And, and I'm like, I, I, it didn't turn me off, but he's a perfectionist. But yeah. then to get the response that he got from them and now mm-hmm. to hear from Luke, how it goes up the chain all the way to the Tim studio, because mm-hmm. they can't change it unless they have their permission or what. Right. However, I forget exactly how he explained it, but you're like, it's insane. You know, yeah. Nelson's like, I found this and it actually went that far. And that that's to cool. me is like, that's, I said it when I first had Brett on and Brett's super Bjorkwist. He's super passionate. I love talking to that guy. I mean, him and I, I'll, I'll call him about a question two hours later. Why didn't we record this? <laughs> because we just mm-hmm. love talking, whole, right? Yeah. Home theater. Well, when he was working for Kaleidoscape at the time, I'm like, holy crap. And then meeting more people because of Brett meeting Josh and then meeting, meeting Luke. And it's like the whole company is like that. And they would have to be because what that company has been through in their, since their conception in the lawsuits and all of the crap that they had, the fight that they had to go through just to be a company because Mm of licensing. It's like, you can't tell me they're not passionate about home theater. It's a great, you know, it's insane. So, and it's, I mean, it, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I've always liked it and it's, it's just, it's so much fun and talking mm-hmm. to all of these different people from all these different companies. I'm actually trying to get a hold of other companies that like, that are super passionate 
and if anybody has any, then I'll be like, I'd love to talk to them. Even if I don't have their product, I didn't have Kaleidoscape when I started, but I mean, like even a, a JVC rep, which I prefer Sony projectors over JVCs, but I know they're great projectors, but I'd still love to talk to those people. I'd love to get sure. those people on. It'd be so much fun. Yep. And it, it's not just, it's not to even to talk about their product. It's like, I love to talk to these people just to talk to them about home theater in general. That's what I'm all about. I was like, mm -hmm. you can go anywhere to talk about their product. Right. But so many people out there that love this stuff. Yeah. 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 There, there are just got to find them. Yeah. <laughs> they're usually not them. in the same house. Huh? They're usually not in the same house as no. you. Yeah. You got, nope. you got to reach, you got to, you got to find them. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, one other thing that's really fun that I'm doing with my room, okay. I found this just recently. And again, something that you might want to do is because I know your, uh, well, your current room has a lot of fun things. Uh, you know, you have a lot of trinkets and, and yeah. memorabilia and stuff. Yeah. Memorabilia is, there's a the company back, yeah. it's out of Canada. Okay. It's called backyard resin, backyard resin, and they do coffee tables and big tables and yep. they do all sorts of stuff. And what I found, actually, I found some on Etsy, but it led me to Backyard Resin because Etsy, had, there's some US-based ones on Etsy that do it, but they couldn't do what I exactly I wanted on the size of table I wanted, is they'll take a piece of wood, yep. um, reclaimed wood or whatever, and it, it, have you seen like how they'll pour epoxy, like a yep. This blue river in the middle of a piece yep. of wood and they put this epoxy in and it makes a table, either a, a yep. dining room table or a, or a end table for a couch. But what they do, you know where I'm going with this? Oh yeah. We did it in school. I did this stuff in school. I know exactly what you go. So a, a lot of times it's a, it's a big crevice right in the middle of this piece yep. of wood Yep. and they fill it in with, and they get micro machines or die cast star Wars. Yep. And they put them in the middle and so I'm, I have this very long table that's going behind my couch. I have my theater chairs and then a couch and then a, this long table that'll, it, it's a pretty long, it, it'll be actually two tables because it's pretty long, is they are going to make me, they can make a, basically think like a diorama. So yeah. a diorama scene yeah. that's see-through in this epoxy, one's going to be, so it's almost like a canyon in between the wood, so one's going to be a pod race with oh, the die cast of yeah. all the pod racers. And so it's almost like, you know, beggars Canyon because yep. it's in this Canyon. So one's going to be that. And then, uh, one scene is again, it's kind of a Canyon type thing. It's going to be Hoth. So little <sighs> tiny, little tiny ad little yep. tiny, um, or it's AT 3d. ATs. You're looking into, yes, you can see it from the side. You can see it. Yeah. Right you can look at, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, it, but it's 3D. I mean, it's real. It's not a painting. Like you said, it's a diary. It's it really is. It's a frozen yes. diorama or whatever you want so, to call it. We did that yes. stuff in snow speeders and yeah. oh, that's cool. So you know, so oh yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. all about the depth. And it's like right. how much depth are you gonna because when we did it is um we would build up stuff and not to the degree that this company is doing where they're actually taking like you said, pieces of wood pictures and stuff that you see online don't even do it justice. You see it in person and you're like, it's, it's like everything's sitting inside that water. It's like, there's a depth yeah. to it. It's insane. Um, we used to do it. We did bar tables and stuff. You do it with shallower stuff. You've probably seen it in stores and stuff, uh, mm -hmm. not in stores, but if you go to a bar and they'll have like the cards under, 
they'll have all different pieces of paper and stuff. It, it's like, really common for people to do pennies. Yep. To take like, yep. you know, pennies on the top. So it's, it's pennies, that same concept. Um, yeah. They'll take uh, newspaper clippings of big events and you just pour mm. it and it looks like it's all just sitting there underneath the table, but it's in mm-hmm. the table. Uh, to do it at this level, like you said, with a die cast, you're going really thick. Um, but yeah, you right. it's, it's amazing what you, and you, yeah, keep, it's about two inch. You have about two inches to work with. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it, yeah. We did the same thing and it's like, then you, you just keep pouring it and you can do, I don't know what they're using. If they have to do all one pour or you can do, you do multiple layers of pouring. I kind of do it. Um, when I do a motorcycle, when I, I, to bury graphics. Because when you paint mm. graphics on a motorcycle, there'll be a texture to it, right? Or pinstriping. Oh. But then what you can do is you build it up with the clear coat and you just keep putting it on, sanding it down, putting it on, sanding it down. And then when people come up to it, I've, you know, like you can't even They're feel touch anything. It. Yeah. It's just right. perfectly smooth. The whole tank is perfectly smooth. But like on my motorcycle that I did, I, it looks like two American flags are underneath the, the red um, paint. So like you're looking through the red paint and you see the the flags underneath. So like the, the red stripes are a little redder. The white stripes are just a little bit brighter of that same color red. And then the blue part of the flag is almost like a, a, a maroonish, right? <laughs> and then, and there's a pearl over it. But then on the sides of my tank, I have a cutout so you can see the actual flag through it. So you see the brilliant red, a little bit of the blue and the white, and it's got a silver stripe around it. And, it lo- and then I shadowed it and it looks like, but all of that takes layers of paint, which would take, which creates a texture. Mm-hmm. Well, then I buried all that in clear, which takes like eight coats of clear. You just keep putting this, it on. It's this layered 3d effect mm-hmm. that makes it really pop. Right. Everything pops right off. And it's like, and when you walk up to it, it's perfectly smooth (laughs) and it's all, and it's like, how do I had a guy, a body shop guy, try to duplicate it on his hockey mask and he showed up to hockey and he's like, he, (laughs) he tried to take, he didn't know how to do it. And it's like, his mask was like all pink (laughs) shades of pink. And he's like, I'm like, what did you do? And he was like, how did you do that? I can't get the colors right. I go, because you're trying to, he's, trying to take proprietary information yeah exactly yeah but um but yeah it's it's the same idea it's the exact this is just a bigger depth you know Mm -hmm. so it's but yeah that is really cool and that'll be you're gonna put a whole table in the room like that so it's a long table so it's i have two rows i'll have my theater chairs and then a long like custom-made couch that goes the i have four theater chairs and then the couch behind that and then these tables will be behind the couch. So yeah. it's two 60-inch tables because I can't do a 120-inch table right. that's going upstairs, right? That's too long. So two 60-inch tables. So I'll have the, the Hoth scene, the pod racing scene, and then I'll have a Millennium Falcon Slave 1. Uh, well, well, basically, uh, uh, think like Return of the Jedi, like a bunch of, a bunch of uh, um, Empire ships. Yep. So spa- a space scene. So yep. empire ships, rebel ships, and they're flying towards each other. Oof. So, so it'll, it'll have like a little, uh, a little star destroyer. Cause you have to, you still have to space. Cause like you said, you can't go very thick. So, right. So it, it's kind of tricky. And some of you even have to shave it off, but it'll have a star destroyer on one end and then like a transport ship on the other end, but it's not made yet. I'm still, I'm collecting all of the toys off of eBay. Oh, nice. And, 
and trying to find them all because they don't have a lot of these. They just said, we'll put anything in that you want it. Just it has to be under these measurements. Right. So I'm finding a bunch. So I am buying so many eBay toys, like little die cast micro machines and, and things. And then I have to find ones that, that still look good because these are from yeah. like the eighties and nineties. Um, so we're, 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 I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm finding it all and then I'll send them all to them. And, and then what I, I'll just Facebook marketplace all the, cause I'm spending way more money than <laughs> cause on, on all these toys. And it's not toy. It's not like collector toys. Right. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even open the package, but all these are used. Right. People are just trying to get rid of. Um, so I have a bunch that I'll just try to sell as a group on just Facebook marketplace and get rid of it. Cause it's nothing worth holding on to. Cause there's some stuff that aren't the right size, but on eBay, they don't give a lot of specifics about how big certain things are. So I know some of it I can't use. That's okay. I mean, it's just like $5 here. Right, right, right. Here. Shipping and handling probably costs more than the actual toy. But so that's good. That's a little fun project where I feel like it's a little more DIY, but then I'm handing it over to someone. DIY. I bought the toys it, and shipped them off. Yeah, I bought the toys. <laughs> I put it in the mail and then they made me the table. Well, it's good. funny. My, my son brought me home a, uh, a spool for uh, like out by our pool area uh you know, the big spools that cable companies use for the cable there oh, it, th this thing's probably 60 inches in diameter right it's a spool you've seen yeah, it, it would make like a table or something exactly and that's what we do with it out at the you know because we have a woodsy we live in a woodsy area and it's nice i okay. tip it on its side but i told him i'm like what we can do is exactly this it's like i'm right. like i'll build up the sides We'll put some, we'll sand it down nice and smooth, stain it, build up the sides, put some decorations in there, pour in the, you know, the lacquer the or resin. whatever, uh -huh. the resin. Yeah. And I'm like, it'll be great. And it's just sitting out there. I just, it, you got to get the time to do it. But I, that right. this is, that's a, and that table would be fantastic for exactly this because when it's done, it's perfectly weatherproof. It's all resined and everything. Yep. Um, he's like, how do you get it down the sides? I go, don't you worry. I know how to take care of that. But yeah, it's nice. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. You could do a lot of fun stuff with that, depending on how thick you want to go. But yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Really, I'm, really I'm cool. very excited. It'll be very kind of a, a focal point in the room when, when the lights are on. So yeah. Yeah. I, I just found that a few weeks ago. So I contacted them. Canadian Canadians are so nice. It's insane. They're so nice. It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. So polite. He's it's saying, so scary. Because you're like, on the, nobody's the this owner. Nice. <laughs> I don't know how many employees he has. I mean, I'm sure it's not hundreds and hundreds, but you know, it's, it's a decent size because they do a lot of business. And he was the owner of the company. He stayed on the phone for like 30 minutes. <sighs> he was just like, like you're. I don't know. You're just like, wow, Canadians cool. Canada's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're so like Rob. Rob H is insane. Mm. From AV mm -hmm. rant, and it's yeah. like he's just so, such a nice guy, and yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. But I have family resin. in Canada. I don't have any family up there. Yeah, I do. Can I have they get Nova out Scotia. Yet? My my grandmother was born up there. Can they? Can they? Can they? Can they get out and visit you yet? I don't know. I don't know what the status is up there. I don't know. I, I, I have it, I have it a lot of friends like up weekly, there. Weekly, I think, with them or something. Yeah, I have, yeah. I, I have friend, no family, but I have a lot of friends up there and they're like, I think one of them is, I think you can get out, but it's not easy to get back in. And yeah, it's rough. My daughter went it's up to rough. Montreal like last summer and it okay. was like, you had it, it was weird. They, what was weird is they tested her. She got random tested at the border. Okay. 
but you don't get your results until you're in your hotel. So you have to report where you're headed. So she had a report and here's the catch. She happened to know who she, um, her fiance's got family up there. So they happened to actually have an address, but to get in the country at the time is you had to tell them where you're staying. Um, I'm sorry. She didn't get tested at the border. She was randomly selected to be tested. And then they came to her hotel and gave her the test. And then she didn't find out until she was already home what the results of the test were because she was only up there for four days. But if she refused, you would have been escorted out of the country. Right. You're not allowed in. But but if the test came back positive, she has to go to the designated address that she gave. You have to have an address at the time. I don't know. You, yeah. You, well, no, no. And we were worried because I can't remember where we were going. There was something like, what if you get, st- oh, it's Christmas time. She went up there the mm. week before or whatever, or before Thanksgiving. I don't know. It was something like that. Um, maybe it was between Christmas and New Year's. I, I don't remember. But whatever it was is like, she didn't want to get stuck up there. Right. And it's like, yeah. but you don't get stuck. You, if you're going to stay in the country, you have to stay at this dwelling. They're not going to stop you from going back home across the border, mm-hmm. which I thought was generous. <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was a weird thing. Cause we got, re- she got really nervous and we were talking back and forth and then we looked it up online. It's like, no, 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 you're not stuck there. You can leave if, but she didn't even get a result until she was already home, which was kind of funny. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, play Right. You play that all the way through. Like, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I, I, all I, that, it's but a, I don't even know while I'm there and I'm back. Oh, thanks for my results. Like I'm already home. Yeah. I think it's more of a deterrent so that people just aren't going willy nilly. Like if you think you might have something, they don't want you coming in. And I, 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 guess. I get that. And it makes them, luck. It, it makes people that are like, all right, well, I'm, I know I'm negative, so I'll, I can go. It, but if you have any question, you don't want to go through the hassle. You just don't go, which I'm sure yeah. it takes a hit on their, you know, travel tourism, tourism. Yeah. Tourism. And just, right. yeah, just livelihoods up there. Yeah. Everything's slowed down. Each his own. Yep. That's why I don't travel much right now. I not even worth we don't, it. We don't need to. We have our <laughs> I got my theater. <laughs> yeah. I'm also um just to wrap it up. Just this segment. Just this segment. We still got. We still got hours. We still. Yeah, got oh boy. <laughs> oh, just um what I'm doing on the front. So the front wall, the yeah. ceiling, and four feet onto this, four feet onto the side walls. Yep. And four feet from the front on the ceiling. And yep. of course the whole front wall is all going to be velvet. Nice. And I'm using fabric mate. So you, that's another YouTube video you can look up. If Ooh. um, home theater guru is very popular home theater guru. I want to say his name is. Yeah. Steve Smith. Yeah. That's I know. Wrong. I don't know okay. him. Is I know right, what you're talking Steve Smith? about. But... Am I saying the right name? Anyway, he, he highlights the fabric mate system and it's pretty DIY. Um, more or less. And it, it can be used for acoustically transparent uh, material, whatever. All of my, so that fabric, um, it, it will, the, the velvet will be in my front Atmos speakers, but I'm going to, all my Atmos speakers are going to be exposed or all my speakers, all my speakers are exposed because I like looking at them. Um, so the velvet yeah. didn't have to be acoustically transparent or anything. So it'll, it'll wrap in behind my center speaker and it will wrap underneath my Atmos speakers in the front but it only goes like four feet into the room. And right. because then I have uh, some vi- acoustic panels for all the sound absorption or sound reflection. Um, 
but again, I, I just knew I, I needed that full absorption that I knew of light of absorption light. Yeah. that there's no black paint you can get. It doesn't exist. I don't care how flat it is. I don't care how black it is. You can't get it as dark as velvet. So I'm doing that for the yeah. front bit. So I'm excited about that. Cause that really will, that's a game changer to, to have that. And how do I know that? Because I've seen other people do it and without it and done an AB on that. And it's, it's amazing to have yeah. that on the front wall. Cause that's a lot of light you're throwing in that direction. And anytime you can absorb that with velvet. Yeah. Money, money. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I love my front wall is pretty much all acoustically transparent cloth. Uh, mm -hmm. I have velvet frame, but once right. the, once the, you know, the image is on the screen, it all looks the same. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cause it's that front wall. There's no light hitting that. I'm sure if light spilled over onto the acoustically transparent cloth, you would see a difference between that and the velvet, but you're right. It's like any leakage that comes out. That's why the frames are in velvet. It just, it kills everything. Yeah. And it's it, and even to the point that my, um, my masking that I made in velvet and it's not any special velvet. I just went down to the local, I don't know, AC mm -hmm. Moore or whatever cloth store. Yeah, Joanne's some, Hobby Lobby. Yeah, Joanne's. Yeah. I think it mm -hmm. was Joanne's fabric. Um, made, you know, just black velvet. Black velvet's not cheap anyways, mm -hmm. but you just get regular black velvet, wrap that, and then once that image is on the screen, you can't tell the difference between that and my walls or my the other the rest of the frame or anything. Hey, speaking of that, one of the videos you did a long time ago, I believe, mm. you made your own masking. Yeah. But you didn't mention how is it friction fit or yeah. did you use magnets or nope. how, are, how do you keep those up? Oh, it's, it's, it's just friction, basically it's, just it's your measurements have to be pretty much dead on. Yeah. Right. Is and you got to, when you're cutting your, um, uh, cutting the, that pink insulation, the rigid, yep. yeah, you know, the, the fiberglass, the fi fiberglass yeah. insulation. When yeah. you're cutting that, the foam, it, you need to leave a little bit for the velvet. But then you wrap the velvet around the edge of it and the velvet in it and where it works for me is because I have a velvet frame that's square. The Stuarts have that nice thick, it's got what, an inch and a half inch deep mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And it just pops right in there and velvet on velvet because velvet has that, you know, inherent because it's got that texture to it. Mm -hmm. It just, just grabs on and it just okay. sticks there. Um, and obviously the bottom one stays very easily, but top one just just slides right in I, i've seen some people use magnets because mm -hmm. here's here's what i got to try to figure out it's going to be my one really truly diy project and uh -oh. i might i might fail i might fail and just fine i'll pay Stuart whatever they have is oh, i, I want to do a masking because it's a it's i didn't mention it's a 16 by 9 yeah it's not a it's not a 235 is make my own masking, which is pretty easy with the help of people like DJ who've made a video on it. Yeah. Um, and I've seen magnets used. Yes. Is my screen if the perfect? I don't know if magnets work on a Stuart though. My I think that's okay. aluminum, and a okay. magnet won't work on yeah. aluminum. Okay. I think I checked well, I might, that before I, I did mine. It, I might have to make it some type of friction fit, but what 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 might make it difficult is. Instead of having, because my screen, I have a really, I have a strong suspicion that, so you know your viewing angle, right? Yep. But if the vertical viewing angle, the standard rule is you want, 
you want your eyes to be about one third up the screen to middle and then two thirds, yeah. right. Then two thirds above your eye somewhere in there. Right, there's right, right. more mathematical formulas yeah. for that. Mine is probably just barely there. Meaning it might be a little bit higher than one third. And so why, why am I saying all that? Because, so I want to put the whole masking instead of having a top and bottom mask. Oh, I see what you're saying. I want to put all of the mask, like double the mask and put it on the top. So it lowers cause it's just lens memory. And then so correct. My, so my, my projector will know, okay, I'm not going to stay in the middle of the screen when I do sure. a 235 or 240. I'll come down. And so the bottom for a, for a two, four, a two point, two point four. Yeah. will be at the bottom of my screen. So the masking will all be at the top. I see what you're saying. But it, it, it makes a wider, it makes the, the masking has to be twice as wide. Right. But where keep, you how might, am I going to keep that up there? Okay. I'm not sure. So where you might run into a problem there is not with the mask. I understand what you're doing. You're just taking, mm -hmm. and, and it's, you know. Not two panels, one panel. Right? One panel at the top. You're going to lower your overall screen down, but what you're going to run into, what I believe you're going to run into there, and you might, you can talk to somebody that's a little bit more or a lot more, uh, an expert than I am is you're going to run into keystoning because what's going to happen. So ideally I've said this on the podcast before, when you, when you're installing a projector, ideally you want that projector to be dead center of dead center height mm -hmm. and width. Mm -hmm. Because when that image is coming, when that, when the projector is shooting that image out, you want the distance from the lens. Okay. Say, so take the center of a projector's lens, just that right. one I'm little. Changing, I'm changing the center. If I do it my way, you're that moving that center way down, which is going to drop yeah. that bottom yeah, line right. down. So then you're going to be keystone. You're going to be warping that image more than like if, if you wanted to actually mount your screen there you would your installer would probably want to mount your projector lower to create less of less of a keystone you know right. what i'm saying and because when you do that it's just like a short throw when we talk about short throw projectors you put that close to a wall you're not putting a square image on the wall you're putting this yeah it's enhancing it's it yeah it's like it's going to be really really small at the bottom and really big at the top but a but a short throw projectors already have the math worked into it where you you think you're seeing a square, but it's already doing the keystoning for you. Sure. Well, that what that's doing is it's going to take all of your pixels and it's going to elongate them or shorten them to get that to look more like a square instead mm -hmm. of a, you know a trapezoid. Right. I don't know with even with with a, a nice room like this i don't know if you want to start you brought that you bring that down it's going to bring this out and it, it's you know what i'm saying it's like I, and I like i said the, maybe I might just use two masks <laughs> yeah yeah and well and that's why people that's why you do that is because it's mm -hmm. your center spot is the center is always right always consistent right and and the other thing is depending on the uh, like what's the size of your screen 150 diagonal 150 so you're going to be coming down a substantial amount yeah i don't know there might be a certain amount you can't go down that far because mm -hmm. the projectors will they'll tell you like you can only there's only so much play up and down you can go right uh and when you're buying your projector it, it's good to know that because you need to know it's like 
all right, like, um, I know when, uh, I've bought projectors in the past, I want to mount it up high because I have a shorter, a lower ceiling. It, some projectors, they won't come down far enough for me or even go up high enough. It's like, you have to find the right angle depending on the projector. I don't know what the JVC's mm -hmm. angles are, but it, well, like, I think they're pretty forgiving, but you know. Yeah, but when you're coming, so you're going to mount your projector at a certain height, center it to this screen, but now you're going to drop that down for all intents and purposes, almost halfway. Ooh. Right? You know what I mean? Yes, but here, here's what you don't know and what I didn't even think about till right now. Oh. So for the clean look, yeah. so this room looks like. Oh, perfect. you're mounting it outside the room? No. Oh. No. It's going to be in the room, and I was worried about putting it at the back of the room or in another room because it's so far back, and I wanted to maximize the potential of brightness, right? <laughs> so what I'm doing is I'm doing a projector lift. So if that projector lift, <clears throat> so it can be, it can be up in the ceiling and, and clean. Like you, could, you won't see the projector until it's ready to come down. And oh. it's a very precision projector, right? So it'll, it'll dial it into that millimeter and always hit that right level. So if I'm not maxed out on the, on the depth, you could drop it for when it's then, then, then it will mechanically drop it the entire thing. lower Boom. and you won't have a keystoning issue. Nope. As long as I haven't max maxed out the yep. drop yep. of that lift. Okay. Yep. So I'm going to be talking to BTZ. Yeah. Yeah. And let we'll, me we'll know. See. I want to know if I, yeah. if I'm even accurate on that. I mean, the keystone, I know I have a little bit of keystoning, uh, and I'm talking like from top to bottom on a 110 inch screen when my projectors mounted pretty much the top of it's a little below top line. Okay. Probably mm -hmm. say four inches below the top line. So my, yeah. my projectors here and it's going slightly up to get your top line of your screen. And then it's coming way down to get your bottom line of your screen. I'm getting maybe an inch of keystoning, meaning from top to bottom, maybe, maybe half inch, something like that on so something. Minimal. It's minimal. You don't even touch yeah. it. You don't even touch yeah. it. It's not worth it because it's going to mess with you. Even just that half inch is going to mess with the quality of your image. It's not worth it. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah. And if you were able to actually drop that, not to meant the cool factor Oh, how cool that would be. It's like, you're like, all right, watch I, this. And you don't even for your masking, you so could set up clean. a drape. You could set up a velvet curtain to come down. So your whole thing. Oh my uh, God, John. <laughs> you're just upgrading things. You're just, you're just. I'm not upgrading anything. You're, you're buying, you're buying tables with toys in them. Oh, Don't look so at good. me. <laughs> so good. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. But you know, to keep your image quality and, and maximize coolness quality. Oh my God, your projector drops a little bit. Now you got to keep that projector. Well, actually your line of sight should be fine because it's yeah, already 11 feet. Yeah, no, no. But what I'm saying is it shouldn't even, you'll probably get some of the black bar hitting you in the back of the head because the projectors Maybe. drop down, but who cares? The yeah. bottom image is still going to be the bottom image. Mm -hmm. So you're we'll all, you're going to, you're going to hit a button on your remote because you've had that nice control system and boom, your projector will go into the right screen setting, a lens memory. You'll have a curtain 
a drape drop from the top of the ceiling in the front uh -huh. and your projector drops down and you're like, so now I'm putting a motor at the front. So yeah, now I have a motor and a curtain. Yeah. It's an idea. You don't even have to, if you are willing to do manual, just go up and pull it down yourself. Oh yeah. Like an old school and you're like, yeah. And you just set a drape and it like just, school. And, just, but I mean, John, we'll the see. lengths you've gone through so far, why well, don't you have a manual drape come down? But see, that's, that's what's happened every step of the way. It's like, well, I have a trin off, so I have to have this. Okay. You know what this is? You have kids. Yeah. If you give a mouse a cookie, have you read that? If you give a moose a muffin, these are kids books. Have you read these? No, I know the theory behind it, but what? Yeah. If you give a mouse a cookie, if you give a moose a muffin, then he's going to want to, you know, he's going to want some milk with this cookie. And right. Once you give him the milk, then he's going to need a napkin. That's yeah. kind of happened on all this. It's like, yeah, you're getting a trend off. You know, you have to get, you know, this and this and this. I'm like, uh, oh, I yeah, have to. But it's like you want to respect the room. And what are you going to do? You're going to dial all this into the nines. And there's this like one thing that you're like, you know, you're not going to do. So I don't know. We'll see. So, John, we'll see. let me I, I don't want I don't I, I feel Tell like me, I know you really Tell well. Me. Tell me. <laughs> See, most people are most people are controlled by a budget. I feel like I'm talking to somebody that's. <laughs> well, there's a budget. Yeah, but have you hit it yet? <laughs> Exceeded it, DJ. I clearly doesn't so, listen to. So you you I, I want to pull out the it. Seinfeld. I want to. So you know how to make the budget. You just don't know how to keep the budget. And it's about <laughs> it's about holding. It's all about holding. holding. That's the most important of the reservation. Exactly. It's like you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's hey, okay. I can set the budget too, and if it doesn't matter, Anyone I go take. Oh. <laughs> right. It's the holding. <laughs> I hit yeah, you no. with a drape, and that's where you draw the line. <laughs> right. No, we'll see. Yeah. I, the 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 line has probably been fractured. Fractured a little bit, <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, I'm not going to be out in the street, but you know. Like I waited and I, and I, and I right. saved. Yeah. Yeah. And, no. And I clearly I do it, you've had houses could, burned down around you while you're waiting. So I could do it right. Um, yeah. And, and, and none of that was affected by the fire cause it's detached. So I, I'm not even getting any insurance money from that. Right. That's, that's all. Unfortunately. Right. Right. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, there, there, there is, there is a budget and dream media was, was good with that. Like, okay, what's your budget? And I said, well, I want to try to keep it like that. So it's definitely increased because it always does. Like yeah. if you go to build a house, yep. it always is going to be a little bit more and you just suck it up. If you can right. do it without affecting your livelihood, you know, you're, you know, you just, you just do it because you know, it's going to be just great. And right. I've, my wife doesn't like how I say this. I've waited so long for this. I have yearned for this. And my wife doesn't like me saying I've waited. Like I've earned, I, like I, like I have uh, deserve it. Like I've been deserving of this forever. So I don't know. I don't know how else to see it. I've waited so right. long. I mean, I, I visited my granddad when I was in junior high and one of his friends had a, and there were, this is like mid, mid, late eighties, 87, 88. And they had a projector in their basement and oh. he had this little, I don't even know what kind of projector it was. Was it film? I don't even know. Right. So it was in yeah, I wasn't even paying attention. But I'm like, you could have a projector in your house? And that yeah. was that was 30 years ago. I've wanted this forever. Oh yeah. So it's just like, you know, yeah, I just had this passion for it. I 
I made like little films and I loved editing them through high school and college. I actually worked, interned, interned at Fox Television Studios and, you know, walking past, you know, big murals on the side of sound studios with Star Wars and The Simpsons. And, and so I, I have a passion for this forever. Not that that really has anything to do with home theater, but I love the, the movie business, even though it's kind of gross and disgusting internally, but um, it <laughs> is, The end right? product. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I, I don't love, want to see I how the movies. sausage was made. <laughs> right, and I worked with I worked in pre-production, so we were involved with like Malcolm in the Middle. That that was the claim oh. to fame at the time. Wow! But I just enjoyed being on the on the on the on the set. Not 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 even on not not like the production set, but just on the lot on the Fox right, right. lot was so oh, fun. Yeah. And then and I I was just a gopher, so it was just for the experience. It was in college, so. They would, they would give me something that I had to run to the corporate office. Guess what the corporate office is of Fox Studios? It's, a, a, it's the other end of the movie lot. You cross a street, but it's the Nakatomi Plaza. It's, oh, it's yeah. Fox, which is diehard. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I know what you're Nakatomi, talking about. <laughs> the Nakatomi Plaza is the corporate, is the Fox that building? building. Yes. yes. Oh, wow. You look up, I mean, I don't know if it was, it was 20 years ago. The fuck, the head, the head, it's where all the corporate, it's where right. all the, the decisions get made. That's a, a Fox building skyscraper. Right. And, uh, so I used to go into it and they're like, this is the Nakatomi Plaza. This is so awesome. Oh my God. You know? So I was, I was a kid in the candy store. I got to do that like twice a week. I'd drive all the way into LA into <sighs> 405 freeway traffic because it was just like, I'm, this is like history. So that was fun. So <sighs> like, like I, I always wanted to do this in, in college. We had a little radio show. It was called cinema psychosis. It was me and a friend and we used to talk movies for our 45 minute or whatever show. So I just, I love everything about movie making and, yeah. and the coolest thing when DVDs came out, the commentary, like sure, sure. The movie, I went straight to the commentary. My, like my, my family, my friends, they were like, that's, you bought this DVD to listen to the commentary more than the movie or the special features. Cause I, I love learning about how it was made or just the director talking about the movie. Yeah. You sit there and watch, I don't know, the abyss and James Cameron talks to you for two and a half hours about every scene. And I was like, it was more entertaining than, than the movie. Than the movie. And so, yeah. so DVDs were like, that was such a, a neat thing. Cause very, very rarely you get some documentary that would be on TV about, Boy, we had it on Laserdisc. Right. And I didn't have that. I saw a Laserdisc one time at a house and I think they showed like airplane. Yeah. And I was like, what is that thing? Because I'm like, no, we just had. Looks like a giant. It looks like a record. A gold gold and silver record. Yeah. What is that? And the Laserdisc. And we watched, you know, out of all things, airplane. Like, okay. Right. But, but yeah. So, okay. So I didn't eat. I didn't know that commentaries did exist before DVD. So that right. laser disc had all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's they awesome. had secondary audio commentary. You'd, you know, you'd, I want to say, and I mean, there's people with better memories than me. I want to say that even on laser disc, you could choose between like a Dolby track, a DTS track. Mm-hmm. I think the one that had DTS. And then there was the audio track, uh, audio commentary tracks. Uh, I, I want to even say a couple of them had different audio commentaries in them. So you could do the oh, audio really? commentary from this, or you can listen to the director, or you can listen to this person. They had, 
very, very similar to everything that we have now. It was just basically, it was a little clunkier and it was basically, you know, it was huge. The 12 inch right. disc. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, we, yeah, that, that's so like when DVD came out, we had all that. We had, I had already been exposed to all of that and there, there okay. was debate. I love DVD when it came out, but there were laser disc diehards that were like, no, this is the better format. I'm like, why? I don't have to flip my disc. You can get a two hour movie on the side of a DVD. Um, right. You used to have to flip DVDs similar yeah. you do now with Lord of the Rings and the extended yeah. cut. Well, you yeah, they have... used to be the only way, like they were called flippers, right? The first yeah, yeah. DVDs and they still had them, but eventually they were able to go multi-layer more, for Blu-ray. More layers. Yeah. 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 Um, so the, and I think Twister was one of the first DVDs, I think. Like Blade it was, Runner, yeah. Blade Runner and Twister. Twister I think, was were... the first one, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's I know there the were a, a bunch first. came out all at once, but yeah, yeah. I remember my, here's some trivia. My first DVD, almost through college, my first DVD ever, because my first player, I got Blade, not Blade Runner, but Blade with yeah. Wesley Snipes. That was so, I, I look back, I, I watched that movie, a, yeah. yeah, yeah, like 97. I went back and watched that thinking like, I want to show my kids. They will just make fun of it because the, like the end scene with, with, uh, um, Oh, what's his name? Frost was the bad guy, but yeah, Stephen Dorff. Yeah, Stephen Dorff. Like the when he blows up and gets bubble, it's so bad that my yeah. my kids would just laugh at it. Like it's so bad, it's yeah, so bad. Yeah. So I couldn't. But I remember it being this amazing movie. Anyway, oh, I'm sorry. So that was my first. Um, so that was my first DVD, but it wasn't on a DVD player because at the time, and I don't know if it was exclusive to Circuit City. Do you remember? And this isn't the Codex, not not what's commonly known as Divix. Do you yeah. remember Divix yep. players? Yep. And yep. it was kind of, it was almost like Betamax versus VHS, but not, yeah. not as that was really volatile yep. and they both lasted longer, but there was Divix, D-V, D-I-V-X yep. versus DVD players Yeah, where you could, you would buy Blade, you would buy Blade for like $3. Right. But it had an expiration on it. Right. Yeah. Unless you paid for the subscription or whatever to totally own it. Right. So instead of like renting, you would, you would buy this Divix, but you had to have a special, and I don't know if it's exclusive to Circuit City, because that's where yeah. it seemed like. I, I don't remember that part of it, but I do but remember to- it, it was. So it'll play all DVDs. Like it was a DVD player, but it had this enhanced Divix thing, which uh, yep. I think it was equivalent as far as a DVD player, but it had this thing where you could buy a bunch of movies, yep. watch them one time, and then. You just throw be, out the disc. Right. Just coasters in your house. Yep. Or, or, or you could pay for the full movie. So, so I mean, yeah, my first DVD player was a Divix. I never kind of forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. It was a Divix player. It I didn't remember last. That. I no. bet they didn't last more than two years. Yeah. Maybe three. It, it, if yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. It, so it was, was short lived. I remember that. Yeah. And it's, it, what, what I thought of was funny about it is we were just getting people like I thought DVD when it first dropped and when we heard about it before it even dropped with Laserdisc, I didn't in the Laserdisc community, we didn't really see how it was going to take off because, and I'm still amazed that like where we are today, because the, the drawback to Laserdisc that we always heard, we're like, this is dumb. You can't record people. Like if I had a Laserdisc player, which I did, people were like, but you can't record with this. No, right. No, you just play. Well, I don't want that. So we had heard that for years and years 
and then DVD comes out and they're like, they all you can do it. is play it, right? You just play in movies. You buy a movie and you play it. Yeah, but it's better quality. Well, now they're okay with that. Like right. we've had that for years, like over a decade, but nobody wanted it. Well, now, I think it's probably just the production studios. They, they increased the demand for it. Like when right. they got on board, the marketing was much better for DVD right. than it was and, and for Laserdisc. And more convenient, I guess, just because of the size or the production of the machines. Some, something right. changed in, in the dynamics of the market. It marketing. literally was very close to the same quality. And there, there's, there's, a, there's an argument to be made that Laserdisc was still better quality. But so you're telling me that where we are today all came from the fact that we just shrunk the size of the disc down? Right. That's, that's yeah. it. That's the, literally was the only difference because it was still analog. It was still, you know, you analog sound. You still had, maybe it had digital sound, but we had digital, we had digital sound for laser discs at the time as well. It was very, they were, it was the same format. It was just shrunk down to a new tech, of course, mm -hmm. but it was like the marketing to it was just sold, right? So much better to the masses as opposed to, I mean, maybe if they put the same resources into laser disc, they could have done better with it, but. It really was, it's the same, it's the same idea. You take this home, watch it, and that's all you can do with it. Better quality yeah. than VHS. Okay. They they bought it here, but they didn't buy it the 10 years previous over here. It's odd. Yeah. It, it, that's, I've always thought that was weird, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. I, they were, I, I saw it at one house, Laserdisc. Yeah. And it was such an anomaly. I'm like, what the heck is this? I wasn't exposed to it. And then DVDs, they were just everywhere. Instantly. Right. Yeah. 97, oh. I think they came out. 96, 97 DVDs dropped. And yep. Yep. I, I mean, I played my Laserdisc player up until probably 02, 03, shortly before Blu-rays. Um, I have to ask you something. What? <laughs> I just thought of it. I thought when I get on with him, I have to ask. Because maybe someone else wonders too. What is that random soda pop can oh. opening that happens i don't know why that happens i can't figure out the i can't figure the okay it's been a while what does it mean it's been a while since somebody <laughs> it asked. happens all the time but all, yeah Tell so me. it it goes a bunch of times there's people going i know what this is i know what it is um yeah, yeah i'm sure so it's um i i love i love that people are still asking <laughs> uh this multifaceted why okay why okay. it's or how it came to be um but first and foremost it was when john and i first started um we would record at 10 o'clock at night and then we we couldn't by the time i was done producing it before five o'clock in the morning to put out a podcast um okay. we don't get into the details on that but it was a long night so i would be it was a rock star it, it its original origin was it's a rock star a blue rock star uh you know tons of caffeine like 200 milligrams of caffeine yeah but yeah. it's sugar-free it's you know not as bad for you so that's what that's what the actual noise is and i was okay. doing it but then because i listened to rogan a lot i love rogan and you sit there and listen. And that's why I'm like, this is kind of what I want to do. Get people on and just do what he does. Right. And just yeah. open conversations, have fun. Well, they would open them up. So I was like, ah, oh, I should just actually make that a nice sounder for the thing. So then it came to be. Now that's how it was recorded. And that took yeah. me all of like 
two or three weeks to be like, I'm just going to record this and drop it in at the right time. The timestamp on it, it should be. Sometimes it fluctuates depending on where I crop the front of the podcast off, but it should be at 10 minutes and 17 seconds of every podcast. That's my wife's birthday, October 17th. (laughs) Okay. So the reason I did that is because the reason John and I ever even podcasted is she gave me for my birthday a trip down to Texas to see John, who I hadn't seen in probably over 10 years. I hadn't, uh-huh. I'm not, I hadn't been down to his place. And she's like, she organized it with John. We're going to come down, blah, blah, blah. So we went down there uh, a few weeks after my birthday. We went down. John and I are sitting, hanging out. And that's where the conception of Brightside came to be is him and I just sat around talking comics. So the sound movies. effect is just like an homage. Exactly. To, but yeah. it's always happening at 1017 it of every should, podcast. It should uh, be at 1017 of every podcast. Because I was trying to figure out. The, Sometimes uh, it slips, but yeah. Okay. I, yep. did, I was trying to figure out the, what, what am I trying to say? Like the pattern. I was the pattern. To, yeah. Yeah. But I hadn't, it, yep. it, it's about like around that 10 ish minute mark. Okay. All 10, right. 17. Now I can. Yep. So if it, you hear I can it, sleep you should. Tonight. I, I think about that every night before I go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually. Well, yeah, because clearly you're not thinking about your budget. (laughs) No, yeah, it's out the door. I stopped thinking about that months ago. It is, it is funny, like that when you do set a budget like that, and you, and then the the project takes longer. Well, Mm -hmm. now I just have more of it. Like you got your stuff; it's stacking up in the garage, and you're like, "Well, I got, I've made more since then. I have more, so let me put a little bit more to it." And that's how it happens. Yeah, exactly. I get that. Yeah. I yeah. get that. <laughs> I'm getting texts from my wife. Uh-oh. We have, a, we, we have an event to go to tonight. Uh-oh. All right. I'll let you go. Let me... Um, well, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. Uh, I got one I, for I, you, too. No, go. You do it. You okay, do it. so you, you're, you're said, like, you've deserved this theater for a long time. And no, you I, have. I said I've, I've wanted Earned it. it. You've wanted I not, it. I, I am not deserving of anything. No. But I've wanted. You've, you've longed yes. for this. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. yes. To give you an idea on how, like, how much I've wanted a theater, how much I love home theater. And uh, I, I've never told the story before, but listening to you and going back to when your youth and like how this came up, everybody knows I love Star Wars. It, it's kind yep. of started there. My wife and I start dating. I bring her, we were 18 years old when we started, right after graduation. Bring her home to my parents' house, take her downstairs to my bedroom to tell her let's go down and watch a movie yeah we watched a movie (laughs) right then and there she's like "Hmm." yeah he's a home theater person (laughs) right 18 year old boy takes no ulterior motives no no let's watch it so we're here to watch a movie yeah and and when she came into my room it's it was a big bed and just like a a screen and some speakers and I'm like, let's yeah. sit down. We sat down, watched the movie at the end of the movie. I gentlemen, I took her home. <laughs> Hilarious. She's like, so well, then, she I mean, she, she, she knew what she was getting into that. Oh yeah. At the stage. Oh yeah. It's, she's like, yeah. Stage. So like, here we are 35, whatever years later, she's like, yeah, he loves home theater. <laughs> That's so funny. That's hilarious. Hey, I was trying to be nice. We were just dating. Yeah. I was trying to be a gentleman. <laughs> we are our kind are weird 
Yeah. <laughs> We're weird. We like, we know what we like. Yeah. No, no apologies. No. And no. what I will say about your journey, I don't, and, and I'm getting this a lot right now with, I have a bunch of listeners that are in the middle of like Mark, I think it was Mark was on a few weeks ago or something that, where he's in between homes and he's building and we're talking about, it's not just sitting in the room and watching your movies and stuff. It's it, this entire conversation with you, John has been fascinating, but you've, we've barely talked about what you sit in the room and do but I don't right. feel like you've been lacking for the fun of it. No, no, it's yeah. It's, it's, You're it's, loving every minute of it and you don't even have a yeah. room. Yeah. Well, and I'm very engaged. Like I'm out yeah. there every day when they're, when, when the construction people are here and you know, I'm, I'm trying to be a part of it Yeah. because yeah, because I can, I can definitely come off as like, Oh, you're just paying someone to do it. Lucky you. No. And it, but that's how it could look. Like, yeah. no, I want to be engaged because there's going to come a time where something's going to go wrong with the theater. Right. Right. And if I don't, if I'm not part of the journey, if I'm not part of the, the build, I'm not going to know how to fix that, that amp that has that problem. Or I'm not going to know what to look for if I'm not there when the wiring is happening. Like, so I'm trying to educate myself as I do this, you know, when they're and not be under their feet because I don't know how to do it. Right. But when, cause a, this are, these are all computers, right? There's yeah. going to be a problem. Everyone's going to want to watch a movie and something's going to go off. And oh, yeah. if I just sit back and do nothing, what dial nine one one, you know, and they have to come <laughs> over here and I have to pay them a thousand dollars. Yeah. HD nine one one. You're still not going to take in that movie at that moment. At least, right. at least with a working knowledge, you'll be able to, yeah. you may be able to solve the problem in 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to learn and, and do it. So, you know, it, it's all fun and it's exciting but as soon as I get like three minutes into a conversation with most of the people in my life, they're like, I don't, I don't care. Right. <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, all right, I got to find people that care. Right. So well, I know people that, like I've said before, I know people that have fantastic theaters <laughs> and don't care. They just yeah. knew they wanted a place like that in their house. <laughs> and when it was done, it was done. And they went in and they watch it. And that's all, that's all they care about. It's like, you're, you're that. Well, compromise between the two, between somebody like myself that like builds literally everything. And then, and I think people like that might like it. Like the people you're talking about, they might like it. But they don't really appreciate. No, no, they don't. Do they, they just appreciate it? Are they listening? Like, Oh my gosh. Like, no. Yeah. They, they, right. They're, Cause that's just, they're not wired. They're not no. wired like that. So no, yeah. no, it, it's more of just another room in the house. Right. Yeah. It's right. You know, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, my neighbor is a cook. And mm -hmm. his kitchen is insane. I wouldn't know the difference. I could have that right. same kitchen, but I'm like, I don't know why he has what he has, but he but he's does. passionate about that. So he knows he exactly. It. Like I needed this stove because it can hit to, to like what you and I were talking about and I'm fascinated by is like these lights can dim down to 1%. Well, he's got a stove mm -hmm. that can go down to whatever or get to as high as such and such. And I can, I can saute this over here at the same time. This is just steaming over here. I don't know. Right. Yeah. We don't yeah. know. I see a kitchen. It looks like a kitchen. That's all I care about. I could right. go buy that same kitchen as that he has. Right. And I'd be, have it in my house and he'd be like, this is fantastic. Is it really? We just wanted the stainless. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, there's nothing wrong with either side of that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but it's like, what I am saying is like, 
when I started this, it was about the sights and the sounds and, and what I'm learning and progressing is part of the experience. Obviously I've been doing it myself, but I never took note of it, but talking to more and more people like yourself, the experience is even just still, it's the, the fun of building it, whether you're literally hands-on or like to you, like your, your, your hands away, but you're like, I want to do this. I want to be involved and passionate and you, you're buying the equipment. You're doing the research. You're not, you're like, what do you recommend? What do you recommend? And you want to know. And it's, that's what, that's part of the experience. Then when you sit in your room, you'll be like, I mean, you've taken a big part of this. It's taken you a long time to get here, but it's just, it's, that's the, but like I, you laugh at, you're smiling. That's my point. It's like, you're just smiling this entire time and you're still waiting on your room over how many years. Yeah. What's that? It's just speed bumps. Just Just little bumps. Yeah. Just house fire. Speed bump. Flames. Little flames. Be horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Speed bumps. (laughs) Okay, oh. I have an assignment for you. I know you're the boss. This is your show. No, it's but can your I show. can I can I assign you? Because I I want to come on again. If of I course. Could ever be so oh, lucky. we've already scheduled it. You're doing this. You're going to do HT tours. You're going to come back here. Oh, of course, we're doing it so, all. So here is a movie that you probably haven't seen, just because not a lot of people have. Okay, but I want to talk about it with you. Oh, okay. It's, it's twisted, but not disturbing but it's almost oh, here disturbing. we go we're going into steve george territory aren't we but maybe you have seen it and now i don't have enough time to talk about it have you seen the ethan hawk movie called predestination predestination yeah. no um it's so just put it down please write it down and the next time and maybe you'll maybe you'll see it and you want to talk about it with you know with john and steve and or save it and we'll talk about it. Freed- Des- <laughs> if you're not going to be, it's not, it's not blood and guts and it's Ethan Hawke, right? So it's more mainstream. Um, it's not, I, I say it's disturbing and it's thought provoking. And it's like, what it's one of those movies where you go, what the, the more you think about the movie after it's over, you're like, Oh my gosh, that's messed up. Yeah. And I didn't give anything away by saying that. Yeah, kind of like, so. um, kind of like, um, uh, uh, the one we were talking about, the Bill Paxton one we were talking about. Oh, yeah, kind, kind of. There's by the end, you're like, what? You almost have to watch it again immediately. Not like the Sixth Sense, but almost like the Sixth Sense. Like, I got to watch that again, but not yeah. like the Sixth Sense. But it's just, it's a movie that you're like, what the heck did I just watch? It's in my queue. Okay. Yeah. So predestination, watch that. It's one of those movies that it's, (laughs) you want to talk about it. It looks good. It's crazy, but it's one of those movies afterwards. You try to find other people because you have to talk about it. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's a weird movie. Rated R for violence, some sexuality, nudity, and language. One hour, 38 minutes, Australia from 2014. HD. It's not that old. I can't remember how I even found it, but it's like such a crazy. Well, I movie. like Ethan Hawke too. Yeah, um, yeah, he's good. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, I just bought it. I figured I owed you that after all the effort you went to with your and camera. You, you and said microphone. you hadn't seen Cabin in the Woods on one of your recent no, podcasts. No, I haven't See seen it. that one. I don't like thr- I don't like. I don't like horror 
brasher movies. I've never seen Friday the 13th. I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that's Watch Cabin in the Woods. Okay. And it has, it has a okay. few people. Thor's brother, that. not, 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 not Chris Hemsworth. Liam has Liam, Liam Hemsworth in it. Oh, really? Once you watch Cabin in the Woods, after it's over, you're going to go, oh, that's why everyone wanted me to see that movie. That's all I'm going to say. That's funny. Okay. Is it a horror? So but just, it, it's, it's, it sounds like from what everybody's told me, it sounds like it's a, a thinker. More of a thinking horror movie. It's not cerebral. Like Predestination is very cerebral. Seven, okay. one of my favorite movies ever. That's cerebral. Cabin yes. in the Woods isn't. Yeah. But it's not horror, and I can't explain it to you, but it kind of is horror. But it's not, I'll, okay, I'll say this. It's not Friday the 13th slasher horror for the sake of blood and guts gore at all. Right. There's okay. more to it than that. But it's not really a thinker movie. Not like, like Pie. You ever see that movie? Pie. Uh, very cerebral Life movie, of Pie, but, isn't it? Is no, it, there's another. It's oh, more okay. like mathematical, like three point one. Oh, oh, okay. Like some movies are cerebral, like 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 Tenant. Oh my gosh, have you? Seen oh, Tenet? I love Tenant. Yeah, I've, yeah That's I saw it a couple cerebral. times in the theater. Yeah, it's if you see ridiculous. that five times, you still have to think what. It's not a thinking movie. Cabin in the Woods is not like that no. at all. It's just fun. It's just, just fun. fun. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Right. Uh, we'll get together again. I'll have a few more recommendations. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, and then we'll talk like the next step because by then we'll probably have carpet in and vinyl in and we might actually have some electronics going in so, do so. you have a do you have a date on like a p possible end eh. date i think i think we could have everything in by beginning of november oh okay wow so, yeah some a month and a, a month and a few oh that's weeks. not bad nice yeah getting yeah, close we'll it's been a long yeah, time coming there, there's no specific deadline but I think we can have everything by at least the second, first or second week of November. Um, cool. That's what it looks like now. We're, we're, we're getting close. So, oh. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Oh, cool, man. Well, thank you so much, DJ. Your, your, uh, yeah. Podcast is so much fun. And thank you. thank you for having me on and you work very hard at it <laughs> and congrats on everything and love John and, and Steve and how you're structuring that and that you're, you know, donating part of the money, giving back. And thank you I for mean, your Patreon support. I won't yeah. say the amount, but yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, huh. we talked budget earlier. You went over and above again. So no, if, you thank know, you very much. If, if you are going to entertain me, if you guys are entertaining <laughs> me weekly with two podcasts that are two to At three least. hours <laughs> each yeah, and on my walks. And sometimes I have some longer drives. Hey, no, that's just, how well, how, how best to say thank you. So no, thank no, you. thank, thank well, you for, for entertaining us. No. Hey, I, I, I find it. I still find it hysterical that people find this entertaining, but I do because I do too. So, but it's yeah. like, you know, you know what it's like. It's like you're on here now and it's like, people are going to want to hear this and your friends sure. will be like, why do they want to hear you talk about that? And it's like, yeah, we spent our whole lives looking at eye rolls. I had one listener and he has since been on. Um, but when he first contacted me, he was, he's like, I'm a, he was a little shy about coming on because he's like, I don't want people to make fun of me. Oh. And I get that reaction because that's what we get. But you're in like 
who here's gonna make fun of you what you know what right. i mean like yeah yes i mean yeah we're, i'm we're listening the same family <laughs> right so but right. it takes a minute for us to wrap our mind around that like oh wait everybody here loves this okay cool yeah so yeah. It, it's yeah we're all crazy yeah we're uh, exactly we're all yeah. crazy so yeah so it's um, okay Hopefully, I'll be seeing you in the green room as soon as Todd gets yeah. your name in there. But no, as soon as it sure. is, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when you're in the green room. Uh, this will be oh, up in the green room shortly. Uh, it's nice. going to take a little while to render because it's three hours and 14 minutes as Oh, my goodness. Speak. I'm so. sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. Hey, they can pause and come <laughs> back later. Don't be apologizing. That's right. Like That's you right. said. So. You push pause and then you push play. Yes. So. Right. Yeah. All right. Thank cool, you very man. much, John. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. And uh, absolutely talk soon. Thanks again. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Go push play. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.